0: The
1: Team Never Quit podcast is sponsored by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal Credit Union, every day is Veterans Day. They think veterans in a way that's meaningful. Learn more at NavyFederal.org slash veterans.
2: All right, everybody, welcome back to the TNQ podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Luttrell.
1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Team Never Quit podcast. Happy Monday. How's everybody doing today?
3: Great. Great.
1: Great. How about those Astros?
3: How about the Astros? Astros? What's
1: up? Back in there. Yeah. What a nail biter last night, but it was a great game. <laughs> Maybe for the other team. We all knew. we Yeah, had it. that's right. We knew. <laughs> we knew. You know, we right. made it, so we're good.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I do I mean, no That's a Texas thing. A,
4: that's all. Y'all. It, it is. We'll get into the whole when Oklahoma You're, you're an that. Astros fan. You don't get a choice. Does that's right. Oklahoma
3: have a team?
4: Oklahoma does not have a team. Yeah. No. We have Astros. one
1: professional team, which is the Thunder, and that's basketball. Um, so we're for the Astros. That's
4: right.
1: Exactly. Yeah. All right, Patreon question of the day. This one could get juicy. I'm just letting you guys know now. What was the most awkward thing that has ever happened to you on a date? Oof. That is a good one. In the room. I don't know, silent. I'm pretty smooth.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: so,
3: I, the most awkward thing on a date. That's such a I I don't even
1: I'll go. I'll go, yeah, okay? Start yeah. off. Why don't you I wouldn't say this is awkward, but one of my first dates, whenever I was in high school, we rode the zipper at the county fair. And this girl, I will not say her name, puked all over me. Oh no! As that was zipper date? was flipping, she was my date. I had to like take my shirt off, give her the oh. shirt to like clean up. I had to like say like, <laughs> "Hey, I ask nice you to do that. Have a
4: great <laughs> night, you know." And oh then walk God. off. I was a junior. I was yeah, nice. walking off. Go find another shirt. I don't oh behind the shirt, just push gosh.
1: up real fast.
2: Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: Yep. All right. Suck it in. Suck it. in. I was thinner then. All right.
3: I probably have a lot of stories, but I I like to think in my head I've never had a date before Marcus. So <laughs> Wow.
5: I won't wow. even go there. <laughs> I've had some
3: <laughs> i
5: have there's some lot of my
4: brain here about what There's some stories. You know most of those things though, whenever Something goes completely wrong, you just try to wipe that thing out. Like, yeah, it never happened. It never occurred. It wasn't a date. Yeah, no, there was yeah. nothing. Like, there was no <laughs> real... There's no chemistry here. There was nothing that... There's a account. situation.
3: <laughs> I have
4: a funny yeah, story <laughs> about Marcus.
3: Um, well, I wasn't there, obviously. This was before me. But someone tried to get a date with Marcus by slashing their tire in front of his house. I think that was super awkward. Flavor.
4: That's kind of stalkerish. Yeah, it
3: was really crazy. She <laughs> I had to I be promised
4: hauled... I won't do that again. Okay. She <laughs> had, I think she
3: had to be hauled off by the police.
4: Shame on you,
2: yeah,
3: John. Yeah. <laughs> right?
2: Yeah, I'm sure. I forgot. I'm trying to think of <laughs> what. Like a, yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to think of one. Uh, yes, that happened. But um, I remember. I can't remember what city I was in, but I had to go to the bathroom real bad, and none of the stores either wouldn't let me in or didn't have one for like 50 blocks. So I had to run through this, through the woods, into the forest, across the street, and into the next just to find a restroom and then come back before anybody knew anything was going down.
3: So you went and pooped in the woods?
2: No, I mean <laughs> I'm just leaving sure it vague. Like it. <laughs> I'm just sure leaving it vague. I didn't say that at all. Maybe I found a restroom. Maybe I didn't. All I'm saying is did it make a sound like a bear? bear poops <laughs> and a sound. All, all I'm the way saying I is is that I, it was, I had to go to the restroom. That's it. <laughs>
3: well, if you would have peed, me hey, I peed. totally had bubble gum. I never pee on the side of the
2: wall. <laughs> <laughs> it just happens. Okay, it happens. <laughs> I did take my clothes off and jump in the pond to get a golf club.
3: Oh, that's a great story. So, on one of our very first dates, um, Marcus and I, I went with him to, he had a speech in Napa Valley, and the um, where the speech was was at a country club, like fancy country club in Napa Valley, and they had a golf course. We didn't bring any golfing clothes or anything, but we decided to go play around. We had some time to kill. So, we're golfing, and Marcus hits... He didn't hit the ball. He swung and like spun around maybe. Oh, that sounds one big
2: One right there.
3: <laughs> one or two times.
2: I mean.
3: And it was a bad swing and he was, uh,
4: he was so Take that well. out. Take that for Happy Gilmore. Yeah. yeah, I was going oh. I think I was going for that actually. This
3: was a Happy Gilmore moment. Yeah, yeah. Matter he fact. was so angry that he had just missed the ball. He threw his club up in the air thinking it would land you know, it was right one of our him. first
2: dates I was trying to establish dominance. Yes, well, it <laughs> ended
3: Let him know up who's in charge.
4: Yeah, like immediately. I appreciate that. It worked. It
3: ended up landing <laughs> no,
4: in the pond
3: behind us, and we rented these clubs. And he's like, "I'm not paying four hundred dollars for a freaking club that they're going to charge us for." He takes all of his clothes off. On the golf course in Napa Valley on a Saturday. The golf course was full.
2: I think this is how she wound up marrying me. Yes. He took
3: all of his clothes off and jumped in the pond, swam down to the bottom, and fished the club out of the pond. He actually got it out.
2: Thank you. So I I turned a bad situation into a badass situation. And then we
3: finished the round. We actually finished golfing. Thank you.
4: Well played. Thank you. You remember when you fished my son out of the lake? We talk. yeah, the J? No, yeah. My kid. Yeah, yeah. Grayson. At the Lazy J, though? No, it was here. Oh, really? Yeah, it was at the Pigros. Like, we did, that's underneath that big awning thing, and you yeah. guys were over by the lake, and he went in the side. Oh, my gosh. It was you, Morgan, Axe, and him that were standing like over there by the lake. I thought
3: it was Lazy J, too. I, I thought know.
4: it was here. No, it was his J.
3: Yeah.
2: Man, you're making me crazy. I was like, no, I'm losing my man. mind. All right. Well, I've been bumped on the head a few times. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well. There's no telling.
3: Marcus has fished many kids out of water. He seems to always Why be there. Why you keep
4: throwing kids in water? <laughs> <laughs>
3: he seems to always
2: be there. Hey, wait a now, damn it. In my defense, that doesn't, that, that's funny, though. Because if my kids <laughs> get out line, good. I'll throw their ass in the water. quick.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right, that was a good question. That was great. All right, guys, if you
1: want to ask your favorite questions, you want to ask a question that might stump us, patreon.com slash teamneverquit. We've got some exclusive uh, gear. We've got some cool challenge coins, all kind of cool stuff happening over there. So check that out, patreon.com slash teamneverquit. We have got a great guest in store for you guys. Travis Osborne served for two decades as both an Airborne Ranger and a Green Beret. Travis was a Special Forces medic who treated Marcus during the rescue operation. He did 17 tours in Afghanistan and Iraq and was awarded the Bronze Star 15 times. Travis, welcome to the show, man. Thanks. What a. What
2: okay, a, We're so. Is that funny. how many you have now?
4: I'm sorry. I, go ahead. You it's somewhere in. around I 12, thir- I don't know. No, no, it's not th- 12, th- 30. Th- <laughs> I know. Uh,
2: there's no telling how many medals you got. I'm gonna tell you. Stop keep, and keep, keep, keep counting them. Yeah. I mean, I'm the bronze stars the, got ridiculous. I'm talking about the
4: tours. So, so it's 13 absolute combat tours. Then I did a couple of bounce overs I know to go exactly, pick yeah. up dogs and. Those those stack up. Go what you Do those three to six to four those yeah. in betweens. Yep. Little ones to go drop something off, and then you end up being like, Hey, I'm gonna stay a month or two just to go do something. I remember you talking about that every time that would come up.
2: Hey, man, you think I'd stay in the next to three? I'm like, I don't <laughs> know, dude. But you finished out though.
4: Yeah, 20 strong, man. That's 21 cool. years. And then I bounced out. There was so. Well, two brand new hit. Dude, all right, so, All right, I'm jumping yeah, all over the
3: place. Let's go back. Man. Let's take There's, it this back to get That's a great story. That's all right,
2: man. I Look, forgot about all this part about him.
3: Yeah, let's go back. All right, so you, where do you come from?
2: Where's your people? Where
4: do you What planet? Where's your people? <laughs> so, what so my land family? is Oklahoma. <laughs> All right. So I'm a Okie, born and bred. What town? Grew time? up. Uh, well, it's Oklahoma City, but it's you're born in south the Southside, Oklahoma City. No, um, still part of the city, but it's about back then. Now there's actually housing additions and stuff out there, but back then it was 15 acres. Had horses. I used to rodeo. In the, and the hospital? Hmm. Well, you were born in the city. Yeah. All right. And then the <laughs> name. The,
2: oh, but the name of the town you grew up in, though. Yeah. It was in Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City.
4: So it's kind of a weird place out there. We went to, I went to Oklahoma City schools, but then part went to more schools. Then we got mail from Tuttle and then our water bill was from some other town. So we were kind of out there in the middle of of nowhere. And uh, it was like 10, 15 acre plots everybody had out there. So my mom used to barrel race. Mm -hmm. So then me and her, we rodeoed and did some team pinning. Military in your family. You grew up on a farm too. So, yeah, a little bit. So, um, grandpa flew B 17s in World War II and then B 29s in Korea. And oh, then, nice. yeah, season one, he did a lot of raising of me because mom was so my parents got divorced like when I was five, and then mom worked at Tinker, she worked for the Air Force. Then she remarried my stepdad, he worked at Tinker and worked for the Air Force. He was engineer, chief engineer for the B 52s for the US. So, when I joined the Army, they were super happy. Really? both of them were Air Force. Oh, wow. Well. Because <laughs> we tell everybody to join the Air Force. Do you do that?
3: You do. Yeah.
4: Seals yeah. oh, do. Yeah. You oh, do yeah. too, right? Yeah. I got that from them. When, that's when yeah. I ran into... Uh, I think you uh, missed the sarcasm and they were super happy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I'm talking about.
5: <laughs> right. I was
4: like, the first
2: dose of Air Force I got was at 18 Delta. when We patched up over there. All right, but back it up. You got any brothers
4: or sisters? Uh, Steps and a half. So I got a half sister. Uh, younger Ashley between my dad and stepmom mm-hmm. and uh, then I have an older stepsister on that side of dad and stepmom and then on mom and stepdad's side yeah it's complicated You're like us. I'm actually yeah. an yeah. only child that. but I have like eight brothers and sisters yeah we got that going on here too man. yeah I know same and thing. then on uh, mom and stepdad's side I have an older brother and older sister nice. as a hybrid family yeah that's yeah. what we got going on here we're hybrids hybrids yep
3: um, so you grew up, you, did you know that you wanted to go in the military right after high school?
4: Well, I told my mom at 10 I was going to go be a Green Beret. Is that true? That's absolutely, you can call my mom. Was that from Rainbow? <laughs> call or no. JoJo? Who gave you that? John Wayne.
3: John Wayne. Greenbury. That's a yep. good one. Yeah. Still a John
2: Wayne fan? Always. Me too, man. I saw the <laughs> coolest Frickin painting
3: of John Wayne this weekend in Round Top.
2: You might be getting some John Wayne memorabilia in the mail. Honestly. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we love yep. John Wayne.
4: Uh. John Wayne, the Green Berets, saw that and was like, that's what I'm going to go do. Told my parents at 10. I mean, it waffled sometimes, you know, then it was talking about, oh, "Oh, I'm going to be a veterinarian, and then, like, whatever else. But that was always there, then most of everything that I did after that had something to do with that. I turned into a little militant SOB. (gasps) Did and, you wear uh, camouflage to high school? Uh, no, I didn't wear it to high school, but as soon as I got out of school, I made my first... That's gi- what I'm talking about. There's a difference. I made my first ghillie suit at 11.
3: Oh, my gosh.
4: <laughs> oh, I still wanted to be a ninja. Me and man. my grandma <laughs> built it, and I bought a book called The Ultimate Sniper by John Plaster and read that thing front to back, made notes, made my own ghillie suit at 11, and I used to go out in the woods Just and try still to... You have s- that book? Yeah. And go ahead. try to go sneak up on deer.
3: Oh my gosh. How I wanted
4: to t- well, that's how that originally started. The game was I wanted to touch it. You ever get that done? No, nah, not quite. I got really close a few times, but never made it. Okay. Then, I'd go, then I'd go hunt skunks. Oh my gosh. Because they could gosh. fight back. Were you the smelly kid? No, I was not. Because <laughs> I <laughs> <That> was good.
2: Because <laughs> I was good. All right, all right, all right. So, uh, hey, take out. Because when the young ones listen to this, like, man, how do you guys get into this? How do you get to 17 deployments and all that stuff like that? And it's like, hey, man, I wandered into the living room and Green Rays was on. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what happened to me and my brother. It's like that. Yeah. There's no huge, significant moment that ever, I mean, it was, It was, but it wasn't.
3: You just had someone you looked up to. Yeah, it's, it's like
2: that moment, and then it clicks. Because it, you turned into that. That same thing happened to us, man. It's like a feeling. You can't
4: help it. Yeah. All right.
3: Um. So were you in ROTC?
4: Nope. Just, nothing. Yeah, he didn't So do any I knew that. I was gonna go enlisted. Yeah. Because um, then well I had a buddy of mine that went to high school with that he was gonna go be a SEAL. That was his dream. Uh he didn't make it. Actually he wasn't able to join because he had a hearing loss thing. Mm. So that he was live he started living vicariously through me. Yeah. But then uh but no, everything after that was kind of You still buddies? Yeah. Good dude. Yeah, he lives in Dallas now.
2: But yeah. I got some buddies like that too. They couldn't get him because of whatever reason. So they yep. Doesn't mean that we stop being friends
4: at all. Yeah, I mean, you can't fault somebody for that medical or even lifestyle. Some of the like, best dudes I know got faulted out for that. Well, yeah.
3: You, one of your best friends, went into boot camp with you and didn't make regular yeah. boot camp, and they're still really, really close friends. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I mean, you don't lose them and you don't fault them. Everybody's like, oh, thanks for your service. Such a, you know, hey, if I could have been do a doctor, this, I would have. Like, you know what? <laughs> I mean, that's cool. People are like, oh, I was going to join, but. Dude, life happens. It happens. Yeah. Like it, you don't even have to say that. Is, that career is what I made a career. It doesn't mean you have to make a career. I'm going to think anything else That's because right. you didn't. I mean, yeah. you we don't you think like that. Actually, you probably made more money than I did. So good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't think like that.
3: So you, you enlisted straight
4: out of high school. I did.
2: Yeah. You just walked in a recruiter. Was it Green Beret?
4: Uh, so no. Uh, was it a Hughes car salesman? Did he roll luckily for good? Right now, my mom told this story the other day, and then uh, I didn't even remember it. So I'd gone to the recruiter two or three times and talked to him, didn't tell mom. And then uh, towards the end of school... Or dad, or he wouldn't have gotten mad. I didn't tell anybody. And so, because I knew, I had an idea of what was the... So in your, is it matriarchal? Is your
2: mom worse than your dad? Like when it comes to the beatdowns and the, well, when you get scolded?
4: I got So I got the... Mom and stepdad on one side, and then dad and stepmom on the other side. But moms on both sides ran the show. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Both moms did. Stepmom and real mom both ran the show in whichever house I was at. But, yeah, so uh, I went in, apparently, this is according to my mom. I don't remember this story. But apparently towards the end of the school year, I came in to mom and said, Hey, mom, I got somebody that I want you to meet. And she's like, okay, that sounds fine. And I was like, but you got to make me a promise. And she's like, what? And I was like, that you won't shoot them. And she's like, well, kind of I do that weird. with my mother, too. Yeah, There's I a... know. I know your mom. I know. <laughs> that's they could I... be related, your mother and my mother. That's why I drive 20 miles an hour down your front driveway uh, when I come in. Dude's talking about, hey, stand, yeah, the speed <laughs> through. I was like, not right here.
5: Not
4: for a mom. Mom, she doesn't like, mom that. might yeah. shoot she it. She might shoot. I got a new truck, and I don't want holes in it yet. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> so then, uh, so I made her promise that she wouldn't shoot him. And then I uh, brought the recruiter in to talk to her. Was, wait wait, you, that dude went to your house? Yeah, yeah. Oh nice, yeah. nice. So sit down and she talked to him and I mean I was wanted her. Oh, did, I wanted did her he know that your parents were military? But, so they were civilian Air Force. Okay. They were contract. All right, uh, or GS. And so then, but he knew they were both Air Force. Right.
3: So how does it work with when you're going into the army? Do you have to still do like the PT kind of stuff, like? How you do? Like, there's qualifications to.
4: So, I mean, it's they're all basically the same Mm -hmm. for everywhere you go. You you join, you go in, you go to replacement, which is essentially that's like the the only thing changes is is the names. They just change the names. You go to replacement, and then that's your first taste of weirdness and then everybody there is like oh run away as fast as you can because they're all <laughs> like, They okay, say yeah, that yeah I know that's real
2: <laughs> You can't believe what it's like getting in there man it's almost as if they're trying to that's the hardest part I thought I I mean, to this day, that's that's Well, yeah. isn't that
3: weeding out the people that are just yeah, yeah, followers? but it's hilarious. You can't
2: yeah. believe it. it's like they've never been out of anything. Then you, got, <laughs> then you got all the kids that got their shoelaces and stuff taken away. That's what I'm talking about. What is going on right now? These people are trying
4: to kill themselves yeah, like yeah, they yeah. just got here a day ago. Yeah, yeah. Like, what is happening? Trying to kill I, themselves. I have made a drastic error,
2: dude, banging his head against the wall <laughs> till, he, till he knocked himself out. <laughs> that, yeah. that happens. Oh my
4: gosh. And in the military, they'll just sit there and let you do it,
2: they'll oh give it a God. damn. damn.
4: Yep. So then you go to replacement and then that's where you do all your haircut and issue. And then that you go to... Then from there, you go to uh, your first basic training company in platoon. And then they do the whole shark tank thing of where they, everybody yells at you and tells yeah. you how big a piece of shit you are and
5: yeah.
4: everything else. And then then after that, then you actually start to get ready to go to work. And so then basic training is not real hard. Then you go to AIT, which is your individual training. I went to... I was an infantryman, so not anything. So you signed up for? Like, when you were going it in, was. we were like, hey,
2: because they didn't have Green Beret babies, or um, SF babies back in the day. No. So you were just like, what? do want to go in the Army? Period?
4: 11 Bravo with the 75th You were 11 Bam Bam. Yeah. Yeah. 11 Bravo with the 75th Ranger Regiment contract. No Ranger school, though. Well, you go to Ranger school after you get to Regiment. Back then, you did. You Is still it did, yeah. Yo- so yeah. So essentially... Regiment is the only special operations unit that you can come in as a baby, right? So Is it still that way? Yep. So you don't have... There's no prior service time, no prior service... uh, Well, I I think it's still that way, anyway. last was. So I'm retired now. Everything changes. (laughs) Changes. Oh, I know, (laughs) man. So you went
3: into ranger school, and then how long from that did you go into 18 Delta?
4: So... After basic, went straight to Airborne. After Airborne went through, at the time, it was called RIP, which was the Ranger Indoctrination Program. And that was basically... Great name. Yeah. And then they changed, I think they've changed it to RASP. What? The <laughs> Ranger Assessment Selection Program. Dude. But That's so civilians can't they keep up with They should have kept it, with right. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. RIP. RIP was way better. <laughs> yeah. But the, a, the funny so part is, way better. is, back when I got in, so, you know, Black Hawk Down, right? Yeah. Oh, so well, Shrew- yeah. Shuker put me through RIP. Evers, really? Eversman was my platoon sergeant. Is that true? When I got that,
2: no, I'm bullshitting. Yes, we did. All of our 18 Delta scenarios were off of, that, off of um,
4: Black Hawk Down. Yeah. So that's who I joined the Ranger Regiment with. Wow.
3: that's And so then, because cool. they,
4: I mean, it was 95, 95, 96. So it wasn't that long after.
3: So what year Somalia. were you in this?
4: Uh, yeah, it was 95 or 96 oh, 95. that I got to regiment. Oh, wow. So that was not that long after no. Somalia. Oh, my God. So that, all those dudes were still there. And Sergeant Shrugger was, he was a whole thing yeah. <laughs> putting us through RIP. But then anyway, went to RIP and then uh, was in regiment for a long time. Stayed, well, four or five years. And then in, ended up in the, stood up the sniper section at, or helped stand up the sniper section at uh, 3rd Battalion, 75th. Then... Then decided that I was going to go finish out what I'd started. Because I got told, so there used to be this SF dude that lived down the road from the house, right? So I'd go over there and hang out with him. And he'd tell me how I was never going to make it and all this other stuff. But then he was actually helping out. Yeah. And so I asked him what I should do. And he said, you know, go learn how to be an infantryman first or go learn how to do your job first. So that way when you get to group that you'll never have to worry about it. And so he said, go 75th to start with. And as soon as I got done with four or five years there, then bounce. And that's exactly what I did. And so went there, was a 11 Bravo, Was worked a, a regular line unit, then worked in the heavy weapons squad, and then went over to the sniper section when they stood that up. And then from there is when I left. Uh, so back then, leaving regiment was not a thing. Like, you didn't leave regiment. Yeah. And they didn't like it very much. There was only one place that you'd go to selection, and they were okay with it. But SF Selection wasn't one of those. So when I put my packet in, uh, luckily my platoons aren't helped me out because it got kind of ugly for a little bit with everybody of like, uh, you have no unit loyalty and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, whatever, man. I've been wanting to do this since I was 10. But then, but then finally, everybody was good with it. Then I left out of there and then went to Selection.
2: Yeah. Oh, some of the Ranger boys, that's, that's what they are. There's, there's no other school about it or anything. That's just no. period. They, they, and when they get into those they positions, are they are born there, yeah, they that's grow it, there, man.
4: and then they absolutely they leave out of there. That's sure. it. They never that's go it. anyplace else. So, wow. I, but it was probably, I would say that was probably one of the best. Like, I learned, like, you'll learn more. I mean, it's a, that that oh, is the best light infantry sure. in the world. Yeah. yeah. So, it, it worked out well because then when I got to group and I had 15,000 other jobs on top of being an infantryman. Because at the basis that's what you are, but on top of that, then it made it way easier because you already had that one locked.
3: So then you went to. Um, when did you go it's to? two thousand,
4: right? Ninety nine,
2: almost. 20? Yeah, ninety eight. When you went over to Selection? Two thousand.
4: Now ninety nine. Yeah, ninety nine. Two thousand.
3: Is Selection eighteen Delta?
2: Basically, <laughs> basically,
4: yeah. There's, it's there's all part matters. of the Q course. So the Q course. <laughs> I have no idea what the what now. Looks, yeah, check looks like now because they were in the process of changing it. And it's changed like 15 times since I went through. But, but
3: isn't that when you went through in 2000? Yeah,
4: yeah, so right when I was getting there. He was a class ahead of me. I,
2: I, oh, really? I, yeah, I checked that's on board. Funny. And, uh, yeah, we've been together. Our frick-
3: yeah, so for listeners, it's funny because um, Marcus and Travis were both 18 Delta. And that's all 18 Delta, no matter what branch you're in, you, that is an Army
4: Course, the special
2: forces army green beret yeah. trained medical program, yeah, it's a special
4: forces medical sergeant. So, course, SEALs aren't so. we're
2: not corpsmen, we're not Navy corpsmen,
4: yeah. And we're yeah, actually a lot of special people
2: forces, say medics. That,
3: especially on social media or whatever they call Marcus a corpsman or you know, hospital I'm not, corpsman I never went to corps school or anything like that. He was never a corpsman, he's 18 you Delta.
2: Huh.
4: You were an IDC, so mm-hmm. you were short, short course, shorter, yeah, got it, shorty, yeah,
2: yeah. I'm a shorty, <laughs> damn right. And uh, I didn't get that luxury, I know. <laughs> Well, yeah, because we had to leave. It was a year. It was a year Ah. long. We had to leave and come back for labs and and do all that stuff. But we had, uh, they checked us out. But the Rangers and the PJs, that's when I first ran across them dudes. And that was actually the best part about being, because I'm a bastard to the Green Braves, Bastard child. And, Navy uh, seal? yeah, Navy SEALs are bastards. I'll so. agree. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I got that. One of the instructors told me that. He's like, hey, he kept like, calling me a little bastard. Hey, you little bastard, get over here. <laughs> <laughs> Call me that the whole time. Instructors were, were freaking mean as shit. Never knew. I, that course is hard. It's the hardest one in y'all's selection, right? Fair enough? I would say so. Fair enough to say that? It is. Because it, it's, it's not sucks. physically hard, it's mentally, mentally ridiculous. You're talking about keeping your boys alive. And man, they. Did you
3: have to give yourself a catheter? In every hole. In your private.
2: In every freaking hole you got to get IV. I mean, I'm like a freaking heroin addict. There's certain things at the that are said.
5: Well, that's going to be <laughs> one of those. So
2: Wait a second, now there's this top are, secret
4: training. We, we are gonna get not into too even going to discuss any of that. I remember hearing, <laughs> so that like, you
3: either had to put a needle in your penis. I don't remember.
4: Or a thing. No, that yeah. part got that blanked out. I would have failed yeah. immediately. There, no, that did, was no, there are no needles no going needles. anywhere no there. No alpha dude would have been <laughs> like, you want me to do what There one, are, are no quit? needles going anywhere in that area. It was a catheter, right? There were some dudes who ponied up. I am not at liberty to discuss the training that occurred in the Special
2: Forces Medical Sargent's course. man. You talk about putting a catheter. Their guys, be like, no, no,
4: to the no, no, <laughs> no, to the, no, no. <laughs> One no. the worst. We did do like the nasogastric tubes, and you're like, <laughs> well, those suck. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: they made us do that to each other and to ourselves. So for patient comfort, but there's nothing comfortable with having to put an NG tube or no. whatever, an airway. It's just it's not. No. I,
3: it's- I, because I know you, I know that you aren't worried about anyone's comfort. I'm not. No, I wasn't. I
2: learned that there.
4: Okay. We hooked each other up. <laughs> I don't know, if anybody had beef in our, in our class, anything? Do you just wait until one of the evolutions? Do you, I can tell you there's a guy, a friend of mine that we went through a course, for, or course with, and his name's Tier. And actually, that story's probably not appropriate for this venue. All right, so let's keep going. So so, we, so the, there is a, so at one part of the, the course, you do, you do you, your UW clinics. Right, so your unconventional warfare clinic. So you go out and you get a casualty, the casualty's injured, uh one medic takes care of him out in the field and then they pass him off to uh, another medic or another medic team in basically you're in a like GP medium that's set up it's like a field clinic mm-hmm. set up that way. Then you do your UW clinic there and then that patient's then passed off and goes into another medic that's doing Surgery. Because we do surgery, too. Mm-hmm. That's doing surgery in the surgical ward. So it kind of goes through the, all the steps. And you're graded. Each medic's graded for whatever part they're, yeah, they're playing. So I was on the UW clinic, and Tear was the patient. And uh, Mr. Gilcrest was his name. He's the instructor that was sitting there. So Tear had taken a Sharpie and wrote some very interesting phrases on certain parts of his body that have to be checked for blood. Yeah, And... When, and I was the medic doing it. So when I got through, through the scenario doing head to toe survey and went to go check, it, it was an interesting event there was a lot of what the F is this in the middle of my graded clinic.
2: <laughs> so that was the worst part about going through all that. Because oh they were so serious about the medical training, our instructors were, but oh, yeah. then you'd have our patients or each other. Yeah. And then yep. they would do stuff like that, throw you off, try to throw you off on top of everything else. Oh, yeah. You're getting messed with humor wise. Yeah.
4: It was fun. That's Tears, the best part Tears about Tears still guys, sell man. that story. But, uh, but no, that course was it was interesting, man. Yeah. It was oh. six from like 6 in the morning to 6 o'clock at night. You're in classes every hour. You get it 30 minutes, like 30 or 45 minutes for lunch. But then you're studying because then you probably have some quiz in the afternoon. And then Monday, you, you're Monday through Friday. So then Friday night you go home and just drink. And then you do that on uh, Saturday or right. something. Yeah. I mean, you got to break the tension because you're, you're fed just on, like dude, I am. Just, just dead. nothing to do there. Yeah. yeah, I'm dead. And so then you do that Friday, and then maybe Saturday, but Sunday you're back on the ground studying hardcore because Monday you have a pass fail test.
2: Literally every, every Monday. Okay, and then we're going through selection. So you're talking about how much money they've dropped in just to get us there, and and you, if you fail one of these tests, you, they, you get one chance to come back, and then. Mm-hmm. And not only pass it, but you had to pass it with a 74 and a snowflake. Is yep. that what we called them? 74 and a snowflake. And it, if you failed it, you got your ass whipped, then they kicked you out, and you went back to your unit.
4: It, it, I hate That was the hardest school I went through. I yeah, and it was a year of that. So essentially what they were telling us was it's about a four-year doctorate crammed into a year Right. for the hours-wise. Oh,
3: my gosh. And, yeah,
4: it's ridiculous. Okay, so but you did 18
3: Delta, and then you were, you were already in group. So you were already at Green Beret when you did that?
4: No, so that's part of the Q course. The whole okay. qualifications course starts out things. with selection, mm-hmm. and then once you're selected, then you start the Q course. Q course, the first thing you do is small unit tactics, mm-hmm. so everybody can be an infantryman because I mean, you have cooks and all kinds of other MOSs that are coming yeah. that make it. Everybody shows up there, right? Yep. Yeah. You have small unit tactics, then after well, this is when I went through. It's completely different now. Then after small unit tactics, you went to MOS. So MOS phase. That's where you go like the Special Forces Medical Sergeants course, and all the other MOSs are all different lengths mm-hmm. jobs. of time. Yeah, all the other jobs. I mean, you have your combo guys, your engineers, uh, medics. Demolitions. Yeah. Just all kinds, yeah. Yep. And so then, the, and your alphas which are officers. Uh, that's right. Do you get to pick that, or is that kind of thrown at y'all? A little bit of both. Right, you right. can put your requests on there, and then they'll, <laughs> they'll listen. <laughs> hey, what do you want to do? Sometimes if they need people. <laughs> but then... I did not want to be a medic, but they said, they looked, took one look at my GT score, and they're like, you're going to be a medic. And I'm like, I don't want to be a medic. And they're like, oh, that's too bad. You're going to be a medic. i oh, definitely going to be a medic. So I'm going to go. So then I said I was going to go be the best medic I could. So. All right. So you, and we're, then I okay, ended up you, undergrad out of that course. House. Then so you went wow. to Somehow. Somebody made a huge mistake. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
2: after, after Q, then you went to, what group, where'd you go?
4: So then after the Q course, then it's language, then SEER. What language are you again? Are you, I'm, I'm horrible French. <laughs> like, that's actual language that I don't too. speak that's an
2: any anymore <laughs> you know that horrible
4: French
2: it's a, it's a language they teach and, and I only really
4: use it like once and that was in Spain You'll yeah, Mojo has,
2: Morgan has that too French so here's
4: a, here's a story about that one just the French side of things never use French <laughs> we were supposed to be covering sub-Saharan Africa like I went to Africa like once yeah, Tunisia right With, and all that like, Mali Tunisia uh, Senegal oh, yeah, like yeah. all that so I went there like once or twice maybe the rest of the time Iraq, Afghanistan like all that crap so I never had a chance to use it, so I didn't really. Did you practice try? It are you all. sure they don't
2: speak French down there in Afghanistan? They right? don't.
4: They don't. I did. I tried. Are you, you trying? I did. They're I
2: mean, fancy, man. They They're speak, fancy. I don't know, man. I just think that, that I don't know. All right. They speak
4: choice French words <laughs> yeah. because if you yell at them yeah, hard exactly. enough, they'll do it. But anyway,
2: you'll understand what I'm saying. Is,
4: <laughs> yeah, whether you want to or not. Yeah. So then, uh, so I end up in Spain, and we were flying out of Afghanistan on C five or Iraq on a C-5. Had all our stuff. This is when I was working for the CRIF for the hostage rescue guys. And then so we landed in Spain. Of course, the plane broke.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: check. All right, yeah, roger that. Plane <laughs> broke. Yeah. And so uh, had a little time to decompress there in Spain. Had a great time then. We went back and then we got on the plane. We are getting ready to fly back to the U.S. It was getting close to Christmas. And then the plane actually did break. And so then they were like, hey, keep, you guys need to keep coming back for the next few weeks and see when... You know, it's going to be fixed. So Excuse we kept coming back every day for a little while. And then finally, they were like, look, we have no idea when this thing It needed a whole new, like, left side engine. Like, yeah. it was just trashed. So then we were out of the bar, met a Navy rotator crew that was coming through. I don't even know. It's like a 727, whatever they fly. They just end up flying Navy guys around and dropping them off at ports and picking them up so they can catch the ship when it comes in. Yeah. And they were headed back to Norfolk, and they were empty. And it was getting close to Christmas, so so our major was like, hey, uh, we can get everybody on board, but we can't take any of our gear because we had the C5 loaded up with little birds and trucks and everything we own. And uh, he's like, so I need four people to stay behind with the equipment. And I was single at the time. I'm like, yep, I'm that guy. (laughs) And then one of my best friends looked over. He's like, oh, I guess I'm that guy too. And uh, so we stayed, and they left us two privates uh, because we were e sevens at the time, but left us two privates there And the next thing you know, I lived in Spain for three months. Oh, my God! That's how long they left y'all there? Yeah. So I had, like, four aircraft, like, backed up to try to fix. So there was a C-17 out of California that was carrying a part to come drop off or the engine, whatever it was, to come to... Spain and drop off for our plane, right? Well he broke down in like Texas. My gosh. And then there was another C seventeen coming from somewhere else that had another part on it to fix that. Because once these planes get on mission, they can't it's not like they just hand it off. They're yeah. on that mission until it's completed. So there was another C seventeen coming from somewhere that was gonna fix that. So it was like three or four planes backed up to fix the next plane to get to the part that I needed for my plane in Spain, which that never happened for like four or five months. By the end of it, I had an apartment, a car, and a girlfriend. Sure, oh my yeah.
3: gosh. So my girlfriend. A mortgage,
4: a phone bill. I mean, my, yeah. So the girlfriend I had, she was on holiday from college in, there in Spain, and her family owned, uh, we were in Rota. So, well, I mean, it was horrible. Like beachside. Yeah, yeah Rhoda's like, so like
3: badass. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah.
4: And so we were in Rhoda and her parents owned uh, like an apartment on the beach. So then that became our place. And uh, she didn't speak English. I but didn't you spoke speak French. I didn't speak Spanish, but we both spoke really shitty French.
3: Oh yeah. my gosh. And that's the only
4: time I used it my entire career. <laughs> sounds like something out of a romantic. Movie <laughs> <It does. laughs> oh my
2: you don't gosh. Have Hallmark. That's action, <laughs> definitely <laughs> one of those Hallmark movies. Yeah. All, right. But, yeah. All right. So that was your first no, pushed that after was that. Just a
3: crazy
2: That's just story. a side story about yeah, French. Yeah, so then, is French. so
4: after language school, then seer school, then you go to unit. Uh, so I got to third group in two thousand late two thousand one, early two thousand two, because I was sitting graduating Sockham, the short course. Yeah. On nine eleven, oh we were gosh. signing our graduation papers. Yeah. Whenever we put it on the. the I won't ever forget it because we immediately, so the first plane crashed and everybody watched because uh, we had just come back from New York because that's where we go do our rotations. Oh, you knew your guy? We do you went on, to New York? Excuse me. We do them in Tampa and New yeah, York. Yeah, was in Tampa. And so it's either with the Tampa or New York Fire and Rescue and then Tampa or New York General Hospital. Oh. So we knew those guys and we were like, let's go. Like, I mean, We'd just gotten back. Let's pack all our shit back up and get back on the bl- buses and go up there. So the instructors actually started spinning that up for uh-huh. us to go do that. And then uh, second plane hit, and then we all kind of looked at each other and were like, well, shit, we're going to war. Um, and then we were still talking about going up there, but they sh- they uh, they ended up shutting it down for some... They wouldn't let us go. Oh,
3: my gosh. But, How crazy. Yeah. So after that, when the war's kicked off y'all were just
4: playing yeah for that. and uh. then it was just back and forth the training for the next deployment so then yeah i got there 2001 two-ish uh third group had made one trip over uh, one battalion had already left and gone over and then we had some guys that had done pdss with them that had come back and then was a Kind of on the, the second crew that went to Afghanistan, still riding horses and Wild Wild West. Yeah. Which everybody knew, like found out really quick. I was the new guy. Like I was back when SF dude stayed there their entire career. So the guy closest, Whole time, yeah. 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 Guy closest to me was five years in group. Yeah. On my team.
3: Oh my Oh my gosh. Like, five years in country?
4: No, in, in third group. Oh and he'd my been gosh. in third group for five years. So I was the new guy. Nobody wanted no. to listen to me. But I could ride horses. So that gave me a leg in with so all the So that boys. happened to me over there, too. So were <laughs> you on <laughs> the
3: horses, that like that movie, the, um, what was it called? Uh,
4: Twelve, Twelve Strong. Strong.
3: Yeah, Twelve Strong. Were you one of those guys?
4: I wasn't one of those. I
3: mean, not like that mission or whatever, but, <laughs> but yeah, were we you used, on horseback we used like that? We used pack
4: mules and horses and, yeah, all kinds. Of, I was on a mobility team, so anything with wheels or hooves.
3: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's crazy.
4: Yeah. Depends where you're at in Afghanistan, too, man, because sometimes they're
2: that's just the way it was. There's yeah. places you couldn't get with the vehicles. I mean, a pack will go anywhere. The helicopters were good. You can use that. You had to use the horses. We had uh, well. We also had those the SUVs, the mini trucks, and the four wheelers too, and the motorcycles, the two wheelers. Those were great for our mobility packages. So when you got into Afghanistan, when did you come in? Was it May, April, into Afghanistan? How long were you there before we
4: leave up? About in two
3: thousand five.
4: Yeah. Well, two thousand five was my third, fourth trip. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> How long is that? Two thousand two, three, four, and then back in five. Did you ever go to Iraq? Hmm. I went to Iraq in six. And then, so right after we got done. Yeah. Yeah. Because then I moved. Because I moved over to the SIF. That's right.
3: So let's go to two thousand five. Two thousand five. When did you get there?
4: It would have been early that year because I think we hadn't been there for a long, long time. We got there then. in April. So that was, like the seasons it were just been changing. About probably around the same time, some give or take a month or two, because we'd only been there a month or two before that, and that was in what June? right? June. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
4: so we'd been there for a month or two. We went straight to Jalalabad because that's where we had gone before. Oh yeah. So we were at J-Bad, because get your old room back? <laughs> no, because we built a new house, but then the Marines showed up and. Freaking JSOC <laughs> showed up. So we took... So we were living in a safe house downtown JBAD for like two trips before that. And it was pretty cool, but it was like a safe house downtown. We had neighbors and like we'd look over the fence and be like, hey, How we many We y'all running with? Goat? Huh? How many of y'all run with? Twelve. Yeah, I'm Plus all the locals. Check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we were living in a safe house downtown and there was another government entity that was living there with us. And then there was a Navy entity that was living there with us and then it was us. Yeah. And then... uh So we had these three houses. And it was not a bad gig there, but it it was, I mean, you had neighbors. It was in the middle of the city, and so we were like, man, we need to get out of here. And so then we went and took a little piece of land out by the airfield. Uh, In Jalalabad? Yeah. Yeah. So people now are going to look or listen to this. or the guys that went to Afghanistan later on, and they know Jaff. Now it's Jalalabad Airfield. Well, back then, we had to clear that thing landmines every time we went out there like there was no lights there was no nothing resupply c-130s come in our cct dude would run out there and drop lights on the runway c-130 is a lollipop runway c-130 come oh, yeah, in when rain flip it was, around yeah. and they start throwing boxes off the back because about 10 minutes later the mortars are going to come in and so they're throwing all the boxes off the back flip around and boom then off they go that's all that was there there was nothing and so then we're like hey we're going to move out there to that airfield uh there's a lot of land out there it's a good spot it has a runway so we can not have to drive through town every time we need to get somebody in and out of anywhere so we talked to uh, some general dude out there and somehow managed to talk him into letting us have a piece of his runway and then um we were just being nice with that one so we didn't just have to go take it
2: but we all pretty busy on that deployment before before you had to come get me yeah y'all were yeah what were y'all doing
4: uh, we had six provinces that we were covering. Really? Yeah.
3: So what was the call like when you, what were you doing? Yeah. What were y'all doing when that happened? Like I
4: said, we we're covering six provinces and we were, had decided to basically go do a once around the world of all the provinces. So we hadn't actually had, now that I think about it, we hadn't been in country that long because this is the first time we're going to go make this big, huge circle around all the provinces we were covering and meet all the provincial leaders and all the, who's who's and the ANA and ANP and all those guys that were all out there and we'd been out and I th- I think that was that time but we had been out for like four or five days uh anyway it was either we'd been out training or we'd been out on that patrol I can't remember which one but we were literally just coming back in the gate and reason we were coming back in the gate because we'd been sitting out there at a Ron site and it was 150 freaking degrees and I looked at Bo, our team star, and I was, in, uh, was like, this is ridiculous. And then we all kind of agreed that it was ridiculous. And then Bo and the captain were like, you know what, let's go ahead and head back. And so we headed back because we were all melting. And it was just miserable.
2: <laughs> and, and those was, two guys you just mentioned are great. Yeah. Dude, Bo and yeah. Bo right. Kent.
4: Yeah. Yep. And we were everyone was just miserable. And so then, uh, so we were headed back in, and we got the call like pretty much just as we were coming in the gate. Uh were y'all the only team out there? Yeah yes, I think so. Yeah. Uh, we were only we are the only ones out there at that time. There was another team that had been out there. Um well we replaced one team before and then I don't think they backfilled us with another team the with two teams out the there. The Amazon, so that's the same thing Amazon, yeah. It was just the three two or three six two at the time, but three two three two later, but all they, right, so you
2: come in, and then what is it?
4: So we get the call. They said, hey, uh, you need to come up, you know, wh- where are you guys at? Come up on comms. And they're like, well, we're just, this is Bo and Kent, and they're just like, hey, we're just coming back in the gate. And they're like, hey, get on the red line when you get in. So they went immediately, went back into the opsin and Bo was like, hey, start refitting the trucks, because we were like, well, this is abnormal. Something's coming. Something's happened somewhere. We're going to do something. So we started, Oh, you could feel that? Uh, yeah. He said I mean, everybody's running around? You no, know, I mean there's nobody there. I mean it was our firebase, right? So when we were gone, it was just like the contractors and our mechanic and cook, and there was the only people that were hanging out at the firebase while we were gone. But so, but when we came back in, just the way that call came across, it's not you know what's out of the norm. Yeah. They'll be like, hey, we need to talk to you. Be like, all right, cool, whatever. But the way that came across, sure. Then Bo was like, hey, let's start refitting the truck. So we were refitting the trucks, food and water and ammo and everything else, and we we're getting ready, and then. um, so they came out of the opposite and then Bo was like, hey, everybody everybody in the team room and then basically put the brief out be like, hey, uh, we got four SEALs on the run and a helicopter down and we're going in. And we're like, where are we going? I don't know. What are we doing? I don't know. When are we leaving? I don't know. But get ready. And we're like, well, shit, let's go. So then everybody starts getting everything ready. We start refitting the trucks. We and it's start like refitting that. gear. We start refitting everything. And everybody's like, what are we doing? Like, can somebody? So then they're like, I don't know. And so this plan's evolving as we're packing and getting ready. And it's not our plan. It's because we're we're on the tail end of this dog, just trying to catch up to what's going on. And it started off that we were supposed to be going up to the north side of the gall and setting in blocking positions, is what initially came through. And then up to the north side of the gall, set the blocking position. Then we're going to start pushing down into the gall at some point. Well, that plan never bore any fruit because then because we're like okay cool we're gonna take the trucks we'll go up there and do that and then they're like no we need you up there now by the way there's six u U860s 60s on the way come pick y'all up and they'll be there in like 10 minutes and we're like well that's great awesome appreciate it and then, so we just grabbed everything we could possibly grab because we still didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. And so we were like, because the way you outfit your kit for a blocking position is entirely it, different yeah, than the I way you outfit your kit for walking around the corn goal. Okay, absolutely. And uh, completely different. Yeah. So then it turned into, well, what can we do that'll cover all this crap? So then we just end up bringing everything. And uh,
2: kid sinking it. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And so and the the Murph, our little local partner force. That we had been working with. It was they, called the Murph. The Mobile Reaction Force, Murph.
3: Oh my gosh!
4: <laughs> you can't believe just, the similarities. at yeah, all. yeah, is.
3: very yeah, telling to. Alright, go okay. ahead. Okay, go ahead.
4: And so yeah, and so we told them where we were going. Next thing you know, those guys start dragging out, like they didn't know we were flying on helicopters. They got start dragging out like recoilless rifles and like trailer mounted Zooks. <laughs> To take with them. We said we're going with the Corn gall. They said, All right, we're gonna bring everything. We're gonna bring all the big guns. Yeah. And then we were like, no, no, no we are getting on a helicopter flap there. So they managed to keep a couple of the recordless rifles with them. And then uh, then that was that was the first time we kind of figured out where or what we were doing. Then a while we were waiting for our helicopter, then there was a uh, 160th 47 that landed. Okay and a bunch of guys in desert camo with big beards started getting off the back of it, and we're like, well, those are our kind of people. Let's go talk to them, see where they are. (laughs) Because Like, nobody knew from this point on, nobody knew anything of who was where, what was happening. I mean, sure, at some level, they may have had some idea, but the rest of us were just figuring out as we went. And uh, so we went over and talked to them, and that was either lead or trail of that flight when they landed. Oh, my gosh. And they were like, that's when we kind of figured out what, the severity and kind of like what was, yeah. you know, had happened. Wow. So then about that time, our 60s landed. The Hold the, on.
3: So those guys landed, It was it two or one that came in? Two, um,
4: There's one. One.
3: Two helicopters came. There's so, one. So was it them coming back? Yeah. Yeah, it was them. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That, like, makes my stomach sink. Yeah.
4: And we didn't know that oh. at the time. They really didn't say much about that. They oh were just gosh. telling us what was going on. They said they had one go down. They had four guys on a run. I still didn't know who you were. I just knew, hey, there's four SEALs that were at SR site, and they're all running. And hadn't had comms with them. They were heavy contact, blah, blah, blah. And we were like, well, shit, let's go do it. And so we got on a helicopter. So there's a lot of comedy in a lot of this. I mean, it's that right. no, I'm sorry I know you got you got no, tears in my eyes. I'm thinking bad.
3: about those guys
4: coming back from that But, but they, there's a lot of ridiculousness in this. And so there's a well, certain point that you comedy. just have to be like, yeah. You can't believe is, it. There's so much. Yeah. This is insane. What is happening right now? Yeah.
2: So then um, you are talking about somebody tears. who I are know. always <laughs> trying to be we're like we're squared away, the way we train, the way we are methodical and everything we do. And I guess we do that before these moments, but it it
3: I know. I just it was like an immediate hit. I could just feel like what they just came back, and oh my gosh, that's that's hard. But I know you have to be comedic in these situations because I know that they were on on the ground just to get through it. Um, yeah. So ignore ignore me.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Would never <laughs> ignore you. Are you kidding me? So I think I don't think like even at that time with them that really hadn't hit them. Like everything had. There was they're still in mission mode of
5: like
4: I mean you kinda put all that shit in the deep freeze and you don't get it until you don't unpack that till way later if you unpack it at all. And then then you end up where all of us end up now trying to get help of unpacking stuff that was so packed that I get it. It's yeah it's way at the bottom of the freezer. But so they were still in mission mode and then we talked them for a little bit and then we got on the helicopters the the crew chief jumped off, and he was like, hey, you guys got to get on now. We don't have night vision. So that helicopter unit had just rotated in country and had literally not even unpacked their stuff. Whenever they're like, hey, we need helicopters to go pick these guys up and get them up there, they're like, hey, we don't even have our nods, so we can't land at night. Mm-hmm. And so we were trying to get from Jbad to A-BAD is where we were going to end up at, so Asadabad. Yep. And we had another team that was in the We um, So we jumped in, and they low-leveled hauled us up the Pesh Valley and got us in like right at nightfall because they could land back at Bath because there's I mean it's looks like freaking New York yeah and so then but all they had to do was get us to Abad so then they could climb out get to altitude to get over all the mountains and not have to worry about it because they couldn't see they didn't have their nods on
3: So you landed at the night the night of the 28th? Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, 28th, night of the
0: 28th. Yeah, in Asadabad.
4: And then then we spent that night there trying to figure out what's happening, what's going on, what the plan is, who's doing what. And the whole time we're like, hey, we have a bird down, the, and we don't have a boot on the ground yet. We got to go, we got to go. And they shut the airspace down. Basically. Yeah. They wouldn't let anybody fly because we kept saying, get us birds back, take us up there, let's go. And they wouldn't let anybody fly up there. So they shut the airspace down. So then we're like, how are we going to get out of here? What's happening? Spent the night there. Had the other team up there, and our AOB was up there. So our B team which yeah. was our command team. And then then it kind of, from my perspective of it, I mean, I, was, I wasn't I was the team sergeant or the team leader of either one of the teams or the AOB commander. But from my perspective of it, as a senior guy on one of the teams, it t- kind of turned into like this grassroots rebellion kind of thing because – uh, C. Soda was saying, "No, oh, we can't get you up there. We can't do that." And so then, uh, we all came up with a plan, or our guys came up with a plan, saying, "Hey, f this. We're leaving. Like we're however we're gonna get up there. We're gonna walk, if we have to." So then we went and stole a bunch of trucks from the Marines. Cause great story by the way. <laughs> we didn't have we didn't <laughs> so have any it trucks. Just
3: your 12.
4: It's two group. teams of twelve.
3: Two te- two of your yep. groups. Yep.
4: There's okay. an ODA, so there was two ODAs. The one out of Abad that yeah, was an there. Yeah, Bravo. And then what's an ODA? Operations Delta Attachment Alpha. It's a twelve-man special forces team.
3: Okay.
4: And then my ODA out of J-BAD Jbad. And that are those together.
3: Rangers or are those Green Berets too? Those are Green Berets. Okay, so it's
4: any ODA is a special forces.
3: Okay, so twenty-four of us. Twenty-four special forces Green guys. Okay, I'm just and then to some.
4: That. The AOB, which is the battalion commander and or not battalion, the company commander and company sergeant major, and so because they were at Abad too, mm-hmm. and then you have attachments or whatever. So there was there's quite a few, and then there was a Marine contingent at Asadabad. Where did they come from? They were just stationed there. They were already there for One security. At
3: blessing or something? At I, blessing. I don't know.
4: I don't, I don't, I don't go know. by those names. I don't remember all those names. Yeah, they didn't have okay. those names when I was there. <laughs> okay. All those names came later. Yeah, and I just so,
3: hear stories of different
4: things. Yeah, but they were just there as like security and then local security. They were just stationed at Asadabad. And so they had all their vehicles and everything I knew they were there. We had heard that. Mm -hmm. And so we went over, grabbed four or five of their gun trucks and then their gunny was like, you guys are just gonna leave my gun trucks in the middle of the woods, aren't you? And we're like, no, not at all. And he's like, well, we ah, re- will bring them back. Like, we'll bring them back for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just give us a trucks. <laughs> what, what, so what are you, you, are you with? <laughs> uh, Alpha,
2: Alpha Bravo, Charlie, Charlie, Mechanism 555...
4: Get my One truck D- three, back. Four, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Call Colonel Trowman. He'll squirt all this away. Oh, my gosh. No, literally. That's, like, that's I understand. Like, I'm not making that up. That's exactly what happened. There's a reason why SF guys are known for beg and are stealing. So we, we make it happen with more or less. Do think SEALs are out of... I mean, man, when you run across these dudes out in the middle of nowhere, you'll know it. Oh, my gosh. So the movie Green Berets, there's a guy on there called Daniel-san who's the engineer, and that dude comes up with, like, everything out of nowhere. And that is... That is what we do. Yeah, like a MacGyver. And we or, will beg, borrow, steal, and trade, even if it's not ours that we're trading with.
3: Oh <laughs> to my go get
4: something we need.
3: That is so funny. I can
4: always tell when we would go into a
2: camp after y'all had been there, because everyone would come up wanting to uh, borrow and barter. Oh, yeah. I know you got some good stuff. And then they would you know what I mean? <laughs> they're the best barters, aren't they? Them dudes oh, yeah. can trade. Oh, those yeah. suckers can trade like you can't believe, man. It's oh, yeah. impressive. The yep. Afghanis. Yeah, all, all, yeah. Yeah, all
4: those. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're fun. Um, okay. I mean, Afghanistan's a good time. I mean, it really is. It, I, it, 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 that sounds really it weird. Sounds and like people, a ball. No, I understand. So is Iraq. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of... It's It's fun. There's good people like, everywhere. We, All right, come on. It's a thing. Where Where are we? Okay. Yeah, so, you just trucks, trucks in the and then, So we decided grassroots kind of rebellion. Then we we're like, hey, we're, we're putting boots on the ground and whatever it takes. So that next day, we... Put the con op in through Siege of Soda. We grabbed a bunch of gun trucks from the Marines, loaded those up. The ODA that was up there had all their trucks already. And then all these people started showing up. I was going to ask you, are people just running in, kind of saying, can we go? The rest of 10, uh, some dev group dudes. Yeah. uh, Some other... Dudes. dudes. <laughs>
0: so some other dudes, dudes showed was, up. Then, some, and no, it was like, then there was some it. other
4: dudes. And they were like, who are you? And we were like, oh, I'm so-and-so. Oh, what? okay, cool. Come where on. Other, where are the other it's dudes? A, it's yeah, a party. Man. Everybody's going. So, There's Americans everywhere stuck out there. I can't believe. And so, and so then by the time we got done, we headed out. And then we head out. Abad like that next night, and we were like, we're gonna get the shit blown out of us whenever we get out of here. Because it wasn't like it was a big secret, this giant convoy was forming in yeah. Abad yeah, yeah. to leave out. Luckily, amazingly enough, nothing happened. Uh we drive back up into the mountains as far as we can get. So we were actually coming at it from like the backside of the corngall, because we were like, we're not driving straight into the corn That's just dumb. Um, because like, I'd been up in the Korengal for a long time prior to that. Our team was kind of, we did a lot of mountain stuff, and we went to all the funnest places. Chalk Valley, Korengal, Wazir. Uh, Good for you. Torabora. Bora. Yeah, like, yeah. And I kind of did, like, a really cool, like, come see all the fun places in yeah. Afghanistan. Have some drinks. Have a few laps. laughs. You're a yeah. typical yeah. tourist
3: in Afghanistan. Get some yeah. drinks. Have a few laps. laughs. Yeah, exactly.
4: Look at some fighting positions. Live, laugh, play. <laughs> all right, yeah, yeah. So... Uh, drove Which back is the worst, w- coming up through the backside like that. Yeah, it's steep. It's, it's not an easy walk. So we drove back in as far How as we far could. How far did y'all make it on the drive? Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't as far enough. <laughs> did you leave them in the woods like you said? Yeah. I know. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. but at least they had a Marine with them. Right? Oh, you left somebody with the truck. <laughs> we, we left, left a guy of with them. the truck, man. <laughs> we left all the. your <laughs> guy in and your truck. Yeah. And it's like we left all the trucks there. Everybody's truck stayed there. Yeah. And then there was a couple SF guys that stayed back. I think maybe one or two rangers that stayed back because they were, like, one of my guys stayed back. So of Maviti was our, one of our Bravos. We'd been up in the mountains, like, a, a while before doing some other stuff, and he'd, like, torn his ankle up pretty bad. And so he could gun truck, and he could walk a little bit, but he couldn't walk yeah. that. And so I made the medical call with Bo to leave him. So he stayed at the truck, and he was essentially in charge of the circled wagons camp that got going on down there because they stayed there at the vehicles for, like, five Five, four, five four five days. Yeah. Oh my
3: gosh.
4: Waiting to see if we were going to come back or if they can support in any way. So, and then they had to get some more guys to come out, take the rest of the trucks back because we
2: left in the woods, like told the Marines we weren't going to do. So, was that where everyone was rallying up at? They
4: come in, stays
2: at the trucks, then push up? Yeah. All right, and so
4: then we waited there, tried to figure out what was going on. So, we waited there for a little while because what we didn't know is there was another unit coming out of J Bad, which was the Rangers that were coming out of J Bad with some more uh well, there are RD guys and then dev group guys like another and then apparently Siege of Soda f- are I don't His remember the battalion doc because yeah. it was gonna be a everyone was showing guy. up like everybody yeah. just started here. Like, everyone was invited. Yeah. Yep. I get yeah for Let's sure. Let's all go. Woo the water's fine. So then <laughs> so, that was
2: all hands man when that shit went down. It's like So come then
4: on. the Rangers are hauling ass up from J Bat up there. So we stopped and waited for them. They got there about sunlight the next morning and then we headed up um in the meantime we'd had sheer our turp sheershaw our turp i said uh well i we had all started talking about it and i don't know who said it but they were like hey sheer i want you to get every donkey within 50 miles of where i'm standing right now and he came back with like 50 donkeys something like that and then uh by the time we left it looks like Merrill Marauders we had like 120 people and 50 donkeys headed up the side of a mountain moving out and none of us that's had a ever great worked story before. yeah none of us had ever worked together before we didn't have radio freaks our crypto wasn't the same our sops were than old school it was like I, grab everything yep. that kills everybody and let's go let's go yeah, yeah, <laughs> which man. way that way all right
2: i don't care how many there are just show me where they're at that's <laughs> what
4: showed so, up to get me out uh, us out of there for oh sure. yeah and then so off we went and we walked for the next three days yeah, We just walked
3: ba- through the mountains
4: for 3 days. It was bad. 2 or 3 days, something like that. It's time gets really fuzzy at that point. Yeah. Because it was time stands probably still in the, mountains. the most <laughs> Ass kick that I've dude, had. It sucks so in a bad. Long time <laughs> getting through there. Three it was horrible. Right. Yeah. The Rangers were getting IVs. Everybody. I mean, Bo, uh, Bo, our team. Sorry, they, we call him Old Man Winner, right? Because he's cause all white, he, hair. He, I mean, white <laughs> hair. He's walking. He's walking out walking no, the no, side no, I mean, redneck accent. Did you gotta say that oh, part. That's okay. the best. I, mean, I mean, he
2: opens his mouth. Everybody Carolina. in
4: Afghanistan. So there's a radio, a satellite frequency called 102 that everybody in the country talks on. When that guy got on the radio, every person you know in the country knew exactly Who what it was. <laughs> Let me tell you He's something. The, like, when, when he North opened his
2: they found me, Tio got got a hold of me, started doctoring me up, man. When that sucker came bebopping in and he opened his mouth, I kind of, man, I was like, man, where are you from?
4: <laughs> <laughs> White hair and that that freaking accent, man. So and the funny part is Bo was... A, An old school ranger, like old school ranger, and then uh, he looks like a Vietnam dude. I remember saying that. I was like, "Bro, they bring you in from Nam." But he's not, right? He's not as old as he
5: looks. No,
4: he's not, and he is a the best. He is a PT stud, amazing. That's right. You would never know it. That's right. He doesn't look it, but he will. He will walk you to death. And so we're going up the side of this mountain, and you got rangers falling out. Getting IVs, everything else. And Rangers are some of the best physically fit kids in the world. Let me tell you something. When these it up the mountain up, with a cup of coffee and a cigarette, going,
0: <laughs> hey, hey,
4: pussy, hey, boy, go you up. can you make it. Come on, let's Come on. go on up the mountain. You can make it. And we're like, and, oh, my gosh, man. Dude, when they showed up,
2: literally looked like death. I mean, they were beat <laughs> to death. I mean, I felt sorry for them, and I, I was the one out there dying.
3: I think we can. Look, um, <laughs> I mean, they look
2: like death warmed over. I know. You're like, Am I here to save you or
4: are you here to death save me? I feel sorry
2: for them.
3: Andrew, and, we can um, Can we slice into the YouTube uh, some of the pictures from their team yeah. of that time? Because it looks, when uh, Mario sent me some of the pictures. Oh, yeah. Y'all from look y'all. great. Y'all look great, and,
2: man. I know. I mean, we dude, look super look like s- I mean, it hair put out, out of apocalypse. We bandanas tied off of a ripped
4: sock and <laughs> shit, man. Like, a heavy weapon. They look so like Mario, it's a Mario, ass, but When I saw Mario, that was the first I had time that I was picture. like, I was like, dude, who was it that made the backpack out of the parachute? Was like, that was me! So I was good. like, dude, that was the yeah. greatest thing I've ever Mario's seen. Mario's the a man, boot, dude. We get his ass Boots yeah. were falling apart, like, pockets, oh, like, everything dude. was ripped up. Guns were rusting, because we didn't have any CLP, and we'd gone through, like, that torrential, like, oh, this is, now we're fast forward. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, the storm. Like, I told you, this is not going to be a one-day thing. There's an entire like this is ridiculousness Dude. oh man <laughs>
3: well okay so um great sorry.
4: story by i'm sorry man I they get fired definitely they look like it. there's <laughs> some
3: vietnam <laughs> guys walking up so when y'all are three days in
4: we'd run uh, let's not forget we'd run out of water like three times already Bam.
3: how'd you get water
4: uh, they would have a resupply and uh, up the trail and back, and then even in the camp they try to dump water in from oh from the helo. Yeah, yeah. So they'd fly. So they open the airspace back up up to where we would be. So then they'd fly up and then they kick a pallet of water out of the out of the bird. Like and just then bottles we'd watch of water. It, yeah, yeah. And just then we'd out. watch it hit the side of the mountain and, and roll just roll everywhere. And then I mean be like a like, oh, water wow. grenade, and you're like, hey, and it like, damn it. <laughs> So, everything that because could go you wrong. had to have water. So they were yeah. like, well, I guess we're going to climb back down the mountain. So we take everything off and then go. And then half the time, guys were like, I'm, I'm just needing my want, gun yeah. here. I'm not taking anything. <laughs> so go be like, away. cover me while I retrieve Seriously. the water. <laughs> so then five or six guys would go down with maybe an empty backpack or two and then grab as much water. What? Which the, the only water that didn't go off the edge of the cliff. And then grab that and then bring it back up and that's, that's what we'd have and then off we go. we keep going. You, what I, the heck?
2: Anything and everything that would go wrong for us did. It, it was horrible.
5: Oh my god! I mean, there's
2: so much stuff getting left out right now because like you said, man, but I mean, when
4: anything would come in right, like the water, the food, the, the weather. So there's, there. we're sitting there and the third, second, third night, whatever, and we're trying, we pulled up and we stopped and we were gonna, we were just resting overnight there and we were on this trail that is essentially like on the side of a cliff so it went cliff, <laughs> slight trail cliff and we're all like laying on this trail right there and they picked that moment to come do a water resupply we I, I didn't know it was coming so they come in we hear the birds coming ir bus sauce, tell them where we're at so yeah. they come in they hover and dude i'm hanging on to my Wibby as best i can <laughs> on the side of this cliff and i'm like this thing is going to blow me over the side and like it's just complete brown out dust yep. and then they kick finally kick the pallets out wherever they kick them out and then they take off and leave and I, Right afterwards, like I didn't care anymore. At this point, I was like, I don't care who's here. I don't care if they're going to shoot me right or at me. Please, actually, please, let's get in a gunfight right now. So I'm not going to think about what's happening. That is a true statement. <laughs> I, I like, swear,
2: it gets so miserable out there.
4: You're like, screw this. <laughs> I, I've, I had sh- I've had enough. I've had enough. I jumped up and I had my woobie in my hand. I'm covered in more you say than woobie? dirt. <laughs> yeah, my woobie What's your blanket, man? That's i know what what a blanket. Is. I did, Some I people, know what you got it. your woobie <laughs> And so have my my whoopee in my hand because it's the only thing I had to, to cover up with. Yeah. We ditched all our plates and I stripped down as, to our kid as best we could because we're going to the mountains. And I'm sitting there. I jump up and I'm like, Bo, F this shit. I'm covered in 10,000 years of donkey shit right now right? because it all been blowing around. <laughs> with the bur- And I was covered like in head tornado. to toe. And I was like, this is just insane. And it's in your mouth. Oh, it's in your nose. Everywhere. It's everywhere and I was like this is horrible cuz then you cuz you're covered in sweat too. So it sticks. So now you're like a sugar cookie and donkey crap. <laughs> you're a donkey cookie. <laughs> it was horrible. Oh my and so gosh. then like I didn't like I said I didn't care anymore. I was like I, let this whole entire valley hear me and know where I am. I was like we're I'm done. I don't care.
5: Oh my god. Hey, when they showed
4: up,
2: I even said to him I was like, I know y'all been cussing my name. So who? You are you lucky we didn't know your name. To get, to get so get in there to get me cussing in general. <laughs> seal, cussing we were
4: just cussing in general. I mean, it was so <laughs>
2: miserable to get me out of there that they had to be upset.
3: Let's talk about that moment of like who was the first person that actually laid eyes on him from your team? You? Me. It was me it and
4: else? Um, Kent yeah, and, and um, Mac. Mac, no. Oh.
3: And what was that moment like? Like, oh my gosh, there he is.
4: So we went down, like, we're skipping like three hours of story, four, yeah. eight, whatever. Well, like, there's an entire, there's a, a, a storm, the storm of the century that comes in here. The there's rangers coming to link up with us looking like mud monsters. There's us, my guys, going down with hypothermia as we're standing on trees because it's so freaking steep. The trees are growing out at this right angles. So storm was so bad. That pushed, I mean, we've got... The Kent on the radio, one of the guys holding the antenna uh, up, first of, his of, hair of all, Kent, standing Kent, on end, so much lightning. It like, was biblical storm, it was biblical, it, it, it was man.
2: And, and it looked like
3: so. Was it cold? Did it get cold? It was 60 of the degrees, storm? yeah.
4: 60 And degrees we were miles. going down with hypothermia because during the day it had been like 120, 130. Was, yeah, and that's a 60 not. degree temperature change,
5: yeah. And I got guys that
4: had, like stopped shivering, and so I talked to Kent, I was like, Hey, man, we got to move, like, yeah. we got to do something. Right, when he says, Kent, this is the the platoon captain right yeah we Team need
2: to paint Team a in.
3: picture of all right Kent. check this dude out
2: imagine if, it like ken you got malibu Kent? barbie doll if Kent. ken had a special forces doll that's what this dude would look like you know like when he sweats he smells like cinnamon and like his smile <laughs> that- is always perfect like when he came in everyone else was beat to death and he's over his uniform falling off and like, he's got that smile he you takes his helmet off
4: and his hair is perfect
2: Every but, time. Butt <laughs> flows in the wind. We're not making this shit up, man. This is real. This dude shows up. And he even lost a leg after he came to get me out of there. Marcus
3: yeah, always and tells me in. that... Um, I've never met this dude. do you see this dude? Marcus
4: I'm not kidding, man.
3: tells me that he's like the most good-looking... The poster child. His, for- so
4: his nickname... Everybody on the team gets a nickname at some point. Mine yeah. was Gizmo... And then Kent was Captain America. Captain yeah. America. That's who that, that is. That was exactly like, Steve Rock, blonde hair. It didn't matter. He could run. be like what he said, like that whole eight day man. thing. He shows up, boom, perfect, hair. perfect. <laughs> Boom, perfect.
2: What did he breathe I was like, hey, how you doing?
4: Like he'd been wearing a helmet like, all he was day Like he to sell me a, a car. Ladies. Like he found me in Afghanistan in that house.
2: He's like, hey, I'd like to so sell you used car. Like, you know, that, that kind of grill. Like just real
4: smooth, you I'd know. I'd like to talk to you about your car yeah. insurance. Car <laughs> insurance? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. Okay, Solid, So man.
3: y'all went through the torrential biblical
4: storm it was obnoxious and so we actually just lucked out it was like we didn't know where he was we didn't we, I, we did not go down that mountain to go get him we went down that mountain to go look at a beacon hit from like four days ago and so then we went down there there's nothing there and we're like hey there's nothing here and they're like all right hang on a minute because they told us hey you guys will be back before dark I'm like, all right, cool. Who's
3: telling you this? Who's uh, directing this? Just our
4: AOB, it? and our AOB commander was actually the senior guy in charge up on top of the mountain, because okay. that's where everybody congregated, was on top at the crash site. Okay. And the Ranger SAR element went in and started doing that recovery, and then they came and turned and picked us up, and then we came in, mm-hmm. started helping them out, pulling security, and that was essentially where everything centered. I want to pause for
3: a second, because one thing, like as a complete civilian that knows nothing about any military stuff at all, I when um you know when the book was like super popular and the movie had just come out or whatever there was so many keyboard warriors that would talk about um on social media like y'all should have just ran down the mountain and and gotten to your base you know there was always some sort of like uh keyboard warrior that would Good make dub. up these Absolutely. things and i'm like you don't sure. understand what this
4: yeah terrain he should have he just <laughs> run down the mountain and gotten a base and i wouldn't have had to do that no that was impossible like I that can't place believe was where they put stupid. us, man.
3: yeah and i'm like it you don't understand stupid. what this was like i mean even for y'all like just to get there we're talking
2: about the most highly trained green beret seals rangers and everything and we're all in there wanting to quit it was yeah. a who's and who, and I mean with each other. We're not it was a
4: who's who of soft on top. Oh, like, it was loaded, everybody deck, was, man. Everybody was But like was I said, there. none of our radios worked together because like all our crypto was different. We all had different radio. So right. it took us everybody coming together, being like, "Hey, this has got to stop. Yeah. Like we got to figure that whose crypto are we gonna yeah, run. Right, okay? yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah. do this one. So we finally had like you come up with up like up a. a yeah. A common frequency we so, came up like, hey, is- this is going to be our common one. Everybody can go do because then, was- like, the dev group guys were like, I don't want to play well with others. And then, like, <laughs> <they're> like-
2: <laughs> this is, I'm going to take my ball and leave right now. I'm just going to tell you. And then you got the army guys going, well, this is my sandbox. <laughs> I, yeah. You can't play with your trucks in my sandbox.
4: Yeah. Like, oh, and then right you now. got the Ranger RD dudes, they're like, We're just going to go wander off in the mountains. <laughs> and then, like, dude, it was. It was a madness of what's going on because nobody worked together. (laughs) Nobody had, like, this had never been done. Like, this was, I found out later on, this was the largest rescue rescue, since Bat 21 in Vietnam, and even bigger than that.
3: So what how I was, to that was say, a general.
4: Worst. You should feel special. <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming to get me, man. I swear, I got a lot of taxpayer dollars. It
2: was a great story for sure.
3: Well, I just wanted to say for like the people out there that just don't understand the magnitude of how crazy the terrain, the environment, I think the weather, everything. We climbed everything. five
4: thousand feet the first day and only made it like two, yeah. one to two kilometers. So and our distance was two kilometers, but we went five k up. I mean, it was like. Switched, it was straight, and then not only that, and it's not like oh, these super steep hills or whatever, it's shale, right? So it is freaking, you're like, like slipping when you're tree climbing, like cut razor somehow, edged shale on everything. Like, like it, it cut every type of boot known to man was up there, right? You had every boot, every like you had issue boots, you had like oh, super it, secret it, squirrel boots, it, you had every boot cut, that everybody had, like a, and it cut through. All of all of our boots were falling yeah. apart. The reason my not had any clothes, hardly anything left, is because of that.
3: Yeah, well, so, so there was
4: no running. It, no, <laughs> <laughs> no after, There was a little bit of slipping, <laughs> a little some sliding, maybe some rolling. Um, a lot of cussing. Then when, it lot of rain, cussing. when it started raining, when it started raining, is when it got back, because you just so stepped someone like like day four, or five, ten, I don't remember, but on my helmet. Abandon all hope. (laughs) (laughs) We are never leaving.
2: (laughs) You're talking about taking an hour and a half or, or half a day to walk from your bed to your bathroom.
0: As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. According to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash podcast. That's indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
2: Yeah, when you know when you're in that kind of environment,
3: it's just And your comms didn't work. So for all of the little keyboard warriors out there that like you you just didn't know how to work your comms, like there was it was a it, it wasn't them. It wasn't their fault. There was no fault in it.
2: Anybody talking that kind of mess is either they don't know what they're talking about, or they're buddies of ours talking smack.
4: Yeah, then,
2: well, <laughs> I mean, I mean, way, like they're we are the combo. Their guys. contact <laughs> plan
4: was like if they're getting overrun, to blow their blow their combos and try to and run, and yeah. that was what they did. Yeah, and that's that's was their plan. That's right. how it worked out. That's what happened. Um, I mean, you can make satcom up there, but see all these guys that look at that in this time, they're used to pointing up. Right. right. They'll take their SATCOM antenna and point it straight at the sky and they'll hit a satellite. Back then, we didn't have that. Oh, they'll pull out their phone. The closest oh, no. The closest satellite we had, I think it was like an 82 Man, degree azimuth. you had azimuth. to watch
2: that offset. You're getting technical now. They won't yeah. understand damn, what you're talking about. <laughs> it was like an
4: 82 degree azimuth at 45 degree angle off the horizon, was the next satellite you had to hit. And if you didn't have line of sight yeah. to that, you weren't making comms, and so that's why you have, have to climb up the mountains to go do. If you're, the you're in a valley, you're, like like you're but <laughs> This is before Elon and Musk. you'd have to hold <laughs> that sucker yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Elon,
3: where were you?
4: For Starlink, all <laughs> right? Yeah, they're not, so over the years, all these guys that do all that, and shortly after that, some of them and then Iraq and all the other ones, they're used to going out and pointing up because... Like we moved of- satellites oh. to put over those places or launched and put yeah, new ones right. in place, so all you had to do is point straight up. But okay. back then, no, you had to be at the right angle, the right distance, and if there was a mountain in the way, you weren't talking to anybody.
3: Right. Okay, so back on track. Y'all are... You, Kent, Captain America, and Bo, and Mac are... Well, Bo
4: is running a team. Mario's there. So we went... And Fred. So we had this this dude, this Afghani dude that started yelling at us that started saying, Bang, bang, Doctor Marcus, Doctor Marcus, Bogram, Bogram and I'm we were like, Well, I guess some dude got shot and went to Bogram. We're like, I wonder who that guy is? Course, they were so pissed we had off no idea. Pair. You hear that? that you hear what he uh, said? It's like some Afghan came
2: out screaming my name, dude. And they were like, whatever. We we're didn't so pissed know off his, right we now. We didn't know his name
4: yeah. at the time. We didn't know four seals on the run. Hell, God, we're down. That's all we had going off of it still. Yeah. And he was like, Dr. Marcus, Dr. Marcus, bang, bang, Bagram, Bagram. And we were like, well, I mean, some dude got shot and went to Bagram. I mean, Marcus, <laughs> who the fuck is that guy? I don't <laughs> have like, time don't for know, this right now. But maybe, maybe we should hear this, this Afghani out, all right? And so then we are like, all right, take us to, Take us there. Of course, we didn't have any our Terps at this. So time. wait a minute,
2: man. You just took him on a follow-on side mission instead of rescuing me? You came down to rescue me? That was rescuing you. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, what I'm you didn't right even out? know it was him. You didn't even know it was me? You abandoned exactly. the mission. You, well, you, wait a minute. Y'all took a side mission to come rescue some other dude?
4: <laughs> well, I, so. I mean, to our defense... <laughs> That was you. <laughs> no, so then, I understand if that. No, I'm, I'm, if it was yeah. like, it was well worth investigating because there wasn't a whole lot of guys out there named Marcus that was bang, bang, boggum oh, boggum, And dude, we're going funny. around trying to look for some dudes that had been in a gunfight. We were like, ah, that's a pretty good hint. Yeah. So, I'll do a of chest, man. I, was, I know. Oh, yeah.
3: Okay, so you go.
4: So you he too. starts taking us to these houses and we go clear a house, clear a house. And so we went to the first house and we're like, hey, what are we going to do? We're going to like, Breach the house, blow the door, whatever. And Kent was like, "Hey, Travis, how about you go? You and Matt go knock on a door." And I'm like, "Fuck no! I'm not gonna go knock on a door because we had just gotten uh, radio. They're like, "Hey, we got heavy enemy SIGINT traffic yeah, yeah, yeah. that village bad to guys your are front. Your bad guys are to your front that yeah, village." Yeah. And we were like, "Well, shit." And then he's like, go knock on the door. I'm like, no. And then he hey, was like, the yeah. Hey, go and knock then he was like, door, he's like yeah. And I was like, friendly neighborhood Green damn. Beret team. I'm like, damn. All right. So then, so we went up. Of course, we didn't know what we were walking into at the time. Yet. We were it, like, friendly, unfriendly, bad guy. Like, whatever. Do we really want to start a gunfight before we even get into this village? Or we do we want to try to keep it as low key door. as we can?
2: Hey, it's exactly what you like. Imagine just walking into a neighborhood and going, Hey.
4: Yeah. hey, you seen a you seen white, guy, white around here? guy around here? Man? <laughs> you see a big white guy in a beard, like maybe one or two of them. Like, we still had no idea what had happened. Yeah. Like, we got oh, that's right. the only thing that had come out was that one phone call. That was it. So, we had no idea what Just we were a getting into. Team. Yeah. And what would happen? There was four SEALs on the run. Mm-hmm. And then we were still working off of that.
5: Yeah.
4: And uh, so, he started taking us around to, from house to house. And we started going to each of these houses. And the Rangers were trying to keep up and clear with us. Because they'd linked up with us that night um, or that next night after the storm to help push in because we were really not happy about pushing into that village with, I think we had eight guys at the time. Mm -hmm. And we'd gotten the word that, hey, heavy enemy significant traffic, that village. And we were like, well, shit. So we all kind of turned around and high-fived each other and like, you know what, let's do it. Let's go. And so we started pushing down that night, and then the biblical storm happened, and da da da. Now we're fast forward back to where we are now. But the Rangers linked up with us, and when they were linked up with us, now we're like, I'm good, man. I got a couple two threes. I got a couple saws. Yeah. I got uh, two squads of Rangers attached to us. There ain't shit in this valley that I can mess with it. Plus, I yeah. got aircraft stacked up from stacked about up. five to twenty five thousand yeah, yeah. feet, because I think there's a B two up there somewhere. Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's different when the Rangers show uh, up. You go from like counting count your inventory
4: to shooting everyone in the finger. <laughs>
2: like, you're talking about like when, they, when the rangers show up to back you up you're like ah oh, I mean, what's
4: up now there are precise instruments and the rangers are not one of them they are a very blunt heavy instrument and that's their job best light infantry unit in the world Man. go forth and destroy everything in front of you and all of them be like <laughs> yep got it and that's then right. there we go <laughs> Boom.
3: okay so tell us about the door knocking uh,
4: so we were going from house to house the nothing happened like there was nothing like they were, um But all the houses we went into were empty. And so we're like, man, Kent was like, man, this guy's stalling. He's stalling us. And so we were like, because we'd gotten word that you were in that village. That's why we moved in there. Or an American was in the village. And so we moved in there, and then we're going house to house. We're like, man, this guy's stalling. Because we also still in the back of our head, like, hey, that's the same grid for heavy enemy signal traffic. And so we're then uh, the plan at that point shifted for me, Kent, and Mac to sprint through the village as fast as we could down this ridiculously steep road through this little tiny village to get to the other side to set up a blocking position because immediately we started thinking that they had someone and we're going to try to push him out the other side as we were moving through Mm -hmm. because we were moving too slow. So off we went, took off, and we were like, this is a horrible idea. (laughs) 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 Hey, somebody take all your clothes off. Throw them them off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. This is a horrible idea. So the rangers <laughs> are clearing houses as fast as they can. coming can along behind that? us. It's like streaking.
2: Let's run through. Yeah. The, that's a good idea. No, it's not. I mean, all right, everybody, let's
4: do it. It's down to the quad. We're going streaking. Yeah, yeah streak the quad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so then uh, the rangers are clearing houses down through the village as fast as they can, trying to keep up, and then, then we just took off. We stopped searching houses. We're like, we're going all the way to the other end and setting up there, and then we'll work our way back. Because that would have pushed them up Up in hmm. the mountains and up into where the rest of our guys were if they were doing that. Well, we made it about halfway through the village, not quite to the stream that was there, when we came around a corner. And up the mountain comes this big herd of people, and we're like, oh, here it comes. And then until I look and see this really, really tall Afghani (laughs) with a big, ugly beard and really white skin. Oh, shit, he's got tattoos. Uh, So we ran up to that group and there was a bunch of kids there too. So then we were like, well, they're either like using him as hostages or like this guy's just really friendly. Yeah. And we went up there to him. And I walked up to him and I'm like, so you must be Marcus. And he's just like, fuck, yes, I am. <laughs> and I was like, I right drum, man. like hey. <laughs> I was like, right on, man. We're going to get you out. And I was like, you hurt. And I, uh, he said, yeah, I got some shrapnel stuff in me. And I was like, all right, what else you got? And he's like, well, I got shot. And I'm like, well, fuck, where'd you get shot at? And he's like, well, I got, you can't tell anybody. And I'm like, well. Why are you telling them? Yeah, because it's time. It is time. The statute of limitations is up on that NBA, son. he's like, well, I, I got shot in the ass.
2: <laughs> he, he's free it. <laughs> this is when it gets funny.
4: This is kind of like because yeah. now we have the
2: Rangers in there and everything. Yeah. and He picks f- fix, fix me up and carries me over there.
4: So I look at him I was like, hey, man, we're going to get you out of here. And he's like, I'm just, he's, what was he? He said, uh, man, I'm just glad to see you guys. And he's like, we're going to get you.
2: making me misty. And, uh, and I was like,
4: we're, we're going to get you home. And he's like, he, yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm just ready to go home. And I was like, all right, man, come on, let's go. And then we had that whole conversation. So then I found. Because we were still worried, you know, of course, we got him. We still don't know about the other three. Mm -hmm. We still don't know anything. This is when it got interesting, actually. And then we start putting pieces of the puzzle together Uh, as to what occurred. Because nobody knew anything. Like, the entire country of Afghanistan mm -hmm. has no idea what's happening. And so (laughs) I grabbed him and went to go do a medical survey on him and threw him down in what I thought. Because I was trying to find the closest, nearest, Uh, securest place. Because we (laughs) just rescued a fucking American. Like, that's... Not a small deal. And this isn't any Jessica Lynch, we flew in with a package on helicopter. No, we walked in with a bunch of donkeys on foot and found this fucking seal in the middle of nowhere man (laughs) found this seal in the middle of nowhere in this afghan village like this is a big goddamn deal and i'll be damned if i'm the guy that gets him shot when i put hands on him (laughs) and i'm like this is not happening i was like i will let i will shoot myself before anything happens to this dude at this point like there is a sense of ownership with him i don't and it's still it's weird yeah yeah. i don't know it's and that's we had a lot of conversations about some different stuff where i was like man you like that whole Saving Private Ryan kind of thing of like you know do something good with like those are all things that, that, that we I talked about with. that mm-hmm. and so In that little we sit there like, <laughs> we sat there and I grabbed the first thing I could find and I threw him into it so I could look at it oh <laughs> it was a donkey pin She's a freaking, oh my god and so uh, there's again 10,000 years of donkey shit everywhere of course <laughs> that's essentially <laughs> what Afghanistan is covered with is a trend and so they
2: doctored me up I was like I,
4: like, and then I'm looking <laughs> around as I'm doctoring him up, and I'm like, "Well, this is about the most unclean place uh, I got." I'm I like, that. "Hey, can somebody get me a house? Give me a house." I remember that. Hey, and if so it's then good they... enough
3: for Jesus to be born in, I remember it's that. To be doctored up in. And,
4: uh... <laughs> Dude, he, um, that's when was, he
2: juiced me. You juiced me. This is when it gets funny.
4: Yeah, so then we moved, I moved him over into, they got a room, cleared a house next to us that was pretty good and had good lines of sight. We could secure it because we didn't know how long we were going to be there. You know, the movies, they go in, they get the hostage, they, they rescue them, they grab them, then everybody flies out and you're drinking beer and doing high fives the next it's day. nothing like that. No. Yeah. Uh, like I sat on him for 18 hours. No,
2: nothing like that.
4: Uh, so we got a house, basically took over the village completely. The villagers started talking about that there was bad guys up in the mountains, which we had seen sign of that coming in. I am mean, I almost ate my heart in my throat when I came around a corner and walked straight into a, a bunker fighting position yeah. with, with gun ports and like immediately saw, like and it was so well camouflaged. You would, like, We didn't see it until we were like right on top of it. And at that point when we saw it, both me and Ma- uh, Tim we're like, we're dead. Like, immediately, there's no question. We're like, we're fucked. We're dead. Like, um, and then both of us try to jump away, and, and nothing happens. We're like, how did we just, all right, maybe they're asleep, whatever. So we go in there, and it was all like Apocalypse Now style of like MRE heaters and stuff's in there that were still warm, and we were like, oh, they were
2: just here, man. Yikes. Oh they were just here. Oh,
4: my um, gosh. But yeah, that was coming in that part yeah. of that too so the villagers started telling us that there was people on the mountains and fighting positions so we started like hardening ourselves up and he, he says he says so the villagers went back so me and him start talking um they went in and got his gun and his kit that they'd because they'd taken and buried it out in the field yeah and then i gave him some magazines because i mean he didn't have anything on him there was nothing, nothing. I think there was one, one magazine man, in your yeah. gun one with man, like yeah. four or five rounds in it or whatever, man. and then like there wasn't any magazines in your kit, whatever. And then Matt took your GPS, which was busted. I don't know if it got shot or it was just busted. And then he bubble that thing back together. And from and I that, about is, that man, is, that's where we got all the grids because you'd punch grids in for yeah, yeah. every time oh you gosh. lost sight of somebody.
5: Wow! Yeah.
4: Every time you lost sight of somebody, he dropped oh, a point. Good job. And love. we pulled all that off of his off his GPS. See, and that's I did. When we I did started one thing right. <laughs> And then he went, and she's like, Oh, I got something to show. He takes his pants down. I was like, Dude! I'm
1: like, man, I, was, like, I, that still is not, I don't need to
4: do that. Like, that is not the type of survey. <laughs> I, I know you're that happy that the type of I medical came in. I'm not doing that for you. I'm like, That is not the type of medical survey that we yeah. need to do right now. I'm yeah. pretty sure there is nothing wrong down there, and that's not for me to discover right now. Anyway, yeah. I'm worried, worried about the, the extra hole you got in your ass. Yeah, yeah, the so, map. <laughs> yeah, the map. <laughs> and so he had drawn a map. On his thigh, with map pencil, marking all of the Overwatch positions that he had seen, like the 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 Taliban or whoever. The, I don't. They weren't Taliban. They were packy, but um, pretty sure. But they their fighting positions that they had set up. Because what they did was they knew he was in the village, and they'd gone in and they'd fucked with the villagers about getting him, and and it was getting
2: pretty gnarly too on that. Right?
4: Yeah. There's, there's a Every whole, day it was getting worse. Right, but there's a whole part of this that me and you've talked about and talked about with, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. with uh, Jonathan, but I've, nobody's ever talked about that part. Anyway, they like it got bad. They would come in, and they'd try to get the villagers to, to let them have him, or they would talk to the villagers about it. And So then at some point, they decided to basically say, fuck it, because that's when we started coming into the area, because we had air stacked from here to forever, space And literally, we did, but um, and so they basically left him in the village and then pulled back and set up what the overwatch positions around the village to make sure he stayed there. And they're like, Well, we're just gonna leave him there until all these fools leave because I don't know if they knew we were coming after these guys, which they don't, they're not Americans, they don't think the same way we do, of like, Hey, never leave a fallen man behind is you know, we're not going to leave until we find them, find exactly what happened to them, and we may still be looking for them 10 years down the road if we don't. But I think they probably thought we were going to the crash site because that's where he came come in at and then leave out of there. And they were just going to keep him pinned up in the village, and then from what I gather, they're going to like take you to Pakistan, oh, yeah, Pakistan trade you to, yeah, for yeah, Because yeah, 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 yeah. there's a whole other side of this yeah, that's I, not.
2: Yeah, I remember that. And I remember so, getting the debrief on that. I didn't, I didn't know about it at the time it'd have been interesting to show you did
4: <laughs> cause you told me <laughs> well no 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 the full extent of it oh yeah. the yeah, whole yeah. the whole one yeah. yeah I didn't know that I just knew what you told me cause, yeah. then, cause then like there was a whole we sat in that room for like 18 hours and just bullshitted cause I you know I'm new guy not, not a new guy but I got this guy American I'm new to this hostage rescue thing I've never done this before I got this American he's been out here for four or five days at this point and I'm like, I don't really know what to do. And, and it was- Well, something else showed up too, remember?
2: Half, half, towards the end of that, another something showed up in there. And we were looking at each other and you were like, Hey, what is that? Remember, I don't know We I'm talking about this, but that one
0: As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
4: Anyways, go ahead. The one Afghan yeah, guy? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know who he was. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. He's I, a guy? That was just
2: completely out of the yeah, blue. Yeah. I didn't know that or anything, because when he, when he started talking in English to me, i go, I'd never heard that before. And what he was saying, he looked at me like... It's something different. And I was
4: like, oh, all right, man, whatever, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we sat and and bullshitted. And that's what I tried to do. I was like, I don't know what to do. And then I'm thinking about what would I want to do, you know, if I just. Unfortunately, it's like my whole world had just changed mm-hmm. completely. And I was like, I wouldn't want to really talk about it. I want to talk about everything but that. Or a little bit of that, and then let's just sit here and bullshit. Like we just talked about Oprah Winfrey. Yeah, we talked about Oprah. I remember that. And then, uh, uh, I told. Oh, he's gosh. like, no, no. He, this guy, he says, well, I'm just gonna go back to bath and heal up a little bit, and then I'll be back out. And I'm like, I don't think you understand what's going on right now. Um, I didn't really understand. You, you see I didn't know what about. you see? These twelve guys and these rangers looking like a little mud monster out here is the tip of a eight yeah. day multi-billion dollar rescue effort that yeah. got you. I was like, man, your feet are not going to hit the ground between here and Germany and the next time I see you is going to be on Oprah. Yeah. And he was like, whatever, man. And I think that was the first time I, I laughed, right? Yeah. I and then where did he end right? up? Yeah.
2: And then, Never
3: uh, on Oprah, but damn close. Yeah.
2: I'm still waiting for her to call me. Yeah. But uh, um, I forgot about that. That was good. In that When we were in that cabin, because Kent came in there. Yeah. And then the boys started rotating in, and that's kind of when I started feeling sorry for him, <laughs> because you saw what everybody the looked beat like. Beat to death, dude. <laughs> and then Tim the came in with that saw, and he had the, the front plate on, and the buckle was broken off one side, and so it's was leaning off to the deal. And he just looked
4: like he was just. <laughs> then you had Tim, death. even in that so that picture I sent you of the team. Tim's the one in the front that looks like death. He's sitting there like this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's pale. He's totally pale. Reason is, because he'd been having it come out both ends for like three days. <laughs> oh, my god! While we were up there. Oh and it's man. not like you can stop and fix it. No. I mean, I was hitting him up with That's like... That's like seasickness. I mean, it lasted the entire mission. I was hitting him up with... Actually, I, I, I was hitting everybody up with IVs. Ugh. Every day, I'd drop two IVs on every single person up there because you couldn't stay hydrated. You couldn't drink enough water. You couldn't. I'm surprised it, you didn't run out of medical supplies. Well, I had them dropped in every day. Oh, they were dropping them. Okay. Because we were living out of our pockets. All my rock and my equipment and all that other stuff was at the top of the mountain. It got left. Because remember, we were supposed to be back before dark. Yeah. <laughs> it thought. was like eight days <laughs> eight later. Days later. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So um, we were living out of our pockets.
3: That is crazy. So when, the, um, when it finally came in for the helicopter to come in and get Marcus.
4: Yeah, that was the whole thing. Yeah. We were really unhappy about that. What was because it, it started out. They said, hey, we're bringing in two forty sevens. We're gonna pull everybody out. You guys are flying straight to Bath. You're gonna maintain security and custody of the PC, precious cargo. Which, oh, you he's are. He's so precious. 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 Oh, <laughs> precious. <laughs> uh, this PC, and you gotta maintain custody with it. And then we'll, it, then we'll get you guys Peace back up. Peace, crap. Out. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's, I mean, that's right.
2: I, I mean, I I was apologizing literally. I remember. Sounds like, bro. I'm sorry you had to come down here and get me, man.
4: Yeah, because then at that point, we'd also, part of our element went into recovering because that's the first time we knew what the rest of the story, or any of it, of what had happened on the ground. Nobody knew. And then we started sending up the grids and sit reps of everything that had happened. And so then they started, uh, because the the GPS plots had started like narrowing down search areas. And then they found, I forgot who they found next, but they found two of them that next day. And then the last one, um, we were working on because we knew the villagers knew something. Mm-hmm. Just the way that we were, because we got some pretty savvy yeah, yeah. dudes that do that with us. And so they knew something and we started working on them, but they were terrified. They thought if they told us that we were going to level them, yeah. the village.
3: Yeah.
4: And we weren't, we were just, we're not that big of assholes. Um, we started buying them generators and goats. Oh, we got hooked up. Yeah, we, generators and, we, and goats and paving roads road and there, like man. all kinds of stuff, like electricity. Like we were going to like, just tell us where this, what what's yep. happened. And so they'd ended up burying him. Yeah. So they found him and it buried him yeah. as soon as they that found him. That was axe. Yeah. yeah. And so we had were getting really close to working them over as to them letting us know. But then, 18 hours later, they're like, "All right, helicopters coming." We're like, "Woohoo!" And we're all getting out of here. So that wasn't going to be a thing anymore. We're going to hand it over. So because we set that up with someone else to come in, keep working the villagers, and then then it went from that. We're like, "Okay, so we're not going to bring the 47s in. We're going to bring." 260s uh, two two, two yeah. and it's going to be Marcus the medic and like a couple other Double people news. on the other thing and then I was like water and food for following, like yeah and then they're going to dump water and food and we we're like alright so I was like alright cool so I started talking to the ranger medic because he was going to be staying there and I was going with you and then I wanted to make sure my team had medical coverage that they were going to be covered for the rest of the time they were there
2: that's right that was a
4: problem because I was the only medic only medic that's right and then the rangers had their medic with them and then, then an hour or two later, they're like, "All right, there's gonna be one helicopter, and it's just gonna be him." Oh my And all of gosh. us are like, "Damn, man! <laughs> like we're supposed to be. What well, happened? You get the guy. You get on the helicopter. We all go home and drink yeah. beer. It's like no, right no,
2: the- nope, not for not at us. At no, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> <They> <laughs> absolutely got not. Benefits, man. <laughs> so did
4: you have to walk out?" Yeah. Oh, no, no, more than Even that worse, it really got worse than it that it was worse so then, <laughs> so you can't spanky, believe it man. I mean like everything Spanky comes in and lands so first we had it was like we gotta figure out where to land this stupid helicopter because we were it wasn't in like, the
2: middle of this
4: and they had like finally had these terraces that we were like well I think we can fit one on here if the rotors go over that place it'll have like two feet of clearance or a foot of clearance over that one so we are like alright this is the place we're gonna land and so we'd set up and I was sitting next to him next to the rock we were sitting there bullshitting about something. Because that's what I tried to do. I didn't... I was kept trying to keep him out of his head. Er, what I was trying to do. He had juiced me up. <laughs> that, and I hit him up with morphine, and he I was, was all twisted anyway. drugs on board, man, from him, and I hit... Uh, and then he puked. Like, I he puked. walked outside yeah, the yeah, building, man. and I was like, like, why are you outside? Because I kept worrying about him that's getting right. shot. right. I forgot about he that. He walked outside the, the little hut we were staying in because he was tired of... St- because I would walk out and do stuff and then go back in. Well, I guess he got tired of sitting there, so he got up and walked out. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, bleh. And I'm like, I never. I never what the fuck was that? No and he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, what? And then. Uh, All right. And <laughs> we get down.
2: She carries me down to this ledge. And like we don't have Jedi. We have Jedi. It's actually called JTAGs. And so we have lightsabers, too. And they look just like you think they would. Only the beams invisible. So that sucker got handed over to me, but I I'm overlaying next to him. He's like, You all right? I gotta do something. There's a gunfight going, on. the birds coming here, we cranked up that Island man. So when we started
4: that, <laughs> we sat down, yeah, we sat down there along, we were we were at the LZ waiting on the edge of a rock or ledge, whatever, sitting there. And then the Afghans, a couple of them ran up to us, and they were like, blah, 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 Taliban, Taliban. Yeah, you could see them in there. And they were pointing up the side of the mountain, and then you'd see these, like, lights coming on on the top of the mountain. They started moving down the mountain. And so our CCT guy called up and did, and had it authorized. It was the first time I ever seen it. It It's the sexiest thing you've ever seen, man. I've never seen preparatory fires before. It's always like, you have to PID, all this other crap at the time. And they're like, nope, fuck it, there's an American on the ground. They did preparatory fires with two A-10s and it was impressive. I mean, you <laughs> boss what's fire- that
3: mean for the non-military So
4: basically, military. two A-10s, I mean, you, warthog yeah. gunships, I mean, they got a 30 millimeter, the plane is built around a gun. Yeah, it looks so like a Essentially, dragon. they put a gun and put wings on it. That's right. And it's a 30 millimeter, and they carry like I don't know, like a lot of ammo. Yeah, Like half the plane is filled with ammo for this gun. Plus then they have like a ridiculous amount of bombs and rockets and every other thing on it. And so preparatory fires essentially means is they come in and prep the area for the helicopter to come in. And so their preparations consist of putting holes in everything or as much as they possibly can. So we got preparatory fires on that and they just started making bombing and gun runs around the whole lip of that entire valley for like five minutes before... My the cesar bird came they in they
3: just there. lit it up caught yeah. sleeping the floor
4: and so <laughs> this man <laughs> so then the the bird came in landed uh, and i looked over to grab him i'm like all right because i was because i was going to wait for them to shut down not shut down but at least go engines like flat or the rotors flat so you don't do, get right? all the dust and he so he i was waiting for for a second for that to happen cuz it was super brown out and then i look over to grab him and he's gone i'm like <laughs> where, the, where the fuck did he go
5: That sounds like market. Yeah, that's me every day looking for
4: And I'm like, No, (laughs) not not, not now not and then then I look over the ledge and he's running for the bird and I'm like oh god damn it because he's wearing haji clothes yeah <laughs> and, then, okay. and I'm like Gula no and so I take off running after him as fast as I can I was like <laughs> no. I, like in my head it's like no because I just see it happening yeah, like, uh, these freaking PJs who no idea who these kids are they're usually there's well, two of young. us me and Gulab both dressed up PJs are usually a little bit younger or whatever than like SF dudes. And I just see them. They're going in. They're hyped up. We're going to go rescue this American. Da-da. No idea what they're coming into. And they jump off their bird and some Afghan's running straight at him. <laughs> what are you going to do? You're going to. I had a gun too. You're going <laughs> to You're gonna...
2: You're gonna shoot him. I was being him like I And I was
4: like, no, no. So I'm like running after him. I'm like, Jesus, please. I'm like, God, please don't. And I was like, don't do it. And then he basically makes it to the bird and then dives in the back. And I felt like, it, is, yeah. it is in the back corner of the bird, like stuck in the back corner by the door. And the PJs are getting off still. And luckily they had been have, they were having issues getting their stretcher unclipped because they were bringing their stretcher out. Cause we'd rated up that he had trapped yeah. one, gunshot wound whatever. But I didn't tell him that you got shot in the butt. I appreciate um, that. But then, uh, but they were getting the stretcher and stuff out. And hadn't seen him die. Because whenever you wear wearing Nod, you got like to- looking through you can toilet see, paper it tubes. He was
2: complete brown out. So that yeah. when I heal him and it kicked dust yeah. in the air, like it's like sitting in a tornado. You can't.
4: That, and you're looking through like toilet paper tubes, right? So you don't, you're, and then everything outside of those two little green dots is just black because your eyes are adjusted to that anyway so when he dove in they didn't see him and i ran up and grabbed the kid by the shoulder and turned him around and he's like where's the patient i was like he's on the bird and like (laughs) threw him back on the hook because we still had lights coming down the side of the mountain i was like get the fuck out of here oh my
3: god and then
4: they that's when they they caught him and then i turned around in time to see gulab running had come from like some point he went that way when you went that way that
2: was sarwa Came in, and he ducked out, because there was two of them in the beginning. That's why yeah. I fell, and you were behind me on, with, with uh, when those PJs came out of the bird. Yeah. And then Gulab, I fell into that. He pushed me over there, and when I rolled back around, my legs came up, and then he was, I remember he was wrapped around my right leg. I remember thinking it was the first time I ever went from hugging him, or him watching out for me, to me yeah. watching out for him. Yeah. And then... Cause he
3: got on the bird, he yeah. Gulab.
4: Yeah. yeah. Well, they weren't ready for that, right? For somehow that was radioed. But I think radioed. Our back, end, yeah. and even returned from theirs, but it did not make it to that. Cause they tucked me back in
2: the back of that, in the yeah. side of that thing, and then well, Gulab was in front. So every time you looked yourself, in, you just saw Gulab.
4: You kind of tucked yourself back there. <laughs> like there was. Well, bro. I mean, I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> I didn't have much of a choice. He I, I, made himself really small, yourself. really quick, and so then they got back on the bird, and then like I ran back out. Then they took off and left. And then uh then we stayed. And stayed. Cause then we took off that night, walked down farther, linked up with uh some Dev Group guys and stole all their shit in their cause they had like this little patrol base that they set up down there where they had been. Cause they'd been everybody had been hunting, yeah. like all over. And uh they had this patrol base down there and dude they had Red Bull, and they had... they got everything. Oh, they had Red Bull. Yeah. They had Gore-Tex bivy covers. They had socks. Oh, my they gosh. They had water. <laughs> Matching they clean had, socks. They had cliff bars, and the Rangers just started, like, taking it, and they're like, hey, man, you need it." the Rangers were like, fuck you, man. I'm taking <laughs> it. Because, <laughs> like, these kids are walking in with, like, parachutes for backpacks. <laughs> It's so You don't know taking, we've been, been, been through. God like, I'm taking the bivy cover and there's not a damn thing you can say about it. And oh my gosh. The, those guys were like,
1: yeah, Yes, sir. Take it. Back. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So oh we stayed gosh. there for like a day or two. We thought we were going to get out. The dev group guys took the, they jumped on the bird that was going to be ours. They went back because they were going to stay longer. So they went back to refit. We went back into the village and then we were still walking up and down the mountains doing uh, recovery yeah that was the, the. that's when we started finding the other one oh and gosh. then we were working on the villagers to or Mac was actually the one doing it Mac was working on the villagers to get them to come up with where the last body was and like the uh, up top of the mountain had been cleared out
3: so y'all stayed that whole time
4: yeah Yeah.
3: so that was through July 4th uh, or after that
4: oh yeah no, no they were oh, out June. there June that was still in June no, no, I got out July third. No, 3rd. you were in. That was in July. That was in July, yeah. was in July okay, because I don't, okay. The dates I yeah, I don't do the dates very well because it's like yes and no, like twenty.
3: Axe was um, recovered July 11th, I believe. July 10th or 11th, something like that. So yeah, it was.
4: So we were. It was like eight to ten days that we yeah. were up there. Whatever those dates work out to. Yeah. From A to B. Right. And then we stayed. We we're so. We left the day before Axe was recovered. Oh, okay. Because we were working on the Villagers for that. Then the dev group guys came yeah. back out. Then we jumped on their bird, and then they went back in, and they found him, and they got. Yeah. Because then Mac stayed because they didn't have a uh, an intel guy. Oh. And so Mac, our, our guy stayed with them uh, because he had the, there's certain pots of money and everything. Right. Use, but so he had all that and training. So he stayed with him and kept working on the villagers, found them the next day. Um, and then Mac was like, because the, they were staying longer. They had a whole nother mission they were getting ready to go do yeah, up there yeah. after all that. And then they were like, well, I guess you can just come with us. And Mac's like, no, screw you guys. I'm going home. And he literally drove himself out of the corn gall. Oh my <laughs> god! There was a bunch of, of, course, there's people everywhere now. There's, there's a, like a, I don't know what they call them, like a mew, a marine Mew that's now wandering around through there all over the place, and you oh, still yeah, had rangers range. and dev group and like everybody else is all all yeah. over that place. So then, I mean, it still was kind of a, a ballsy move. He went and found like a truck from somebody, gave him some money, took the truck, him and like one Afghan that he kept with him that knew a little bit of English. And They drove out of the Korangal till they found like this marine unit that was packed up there, and then jumped in a a deuce and a half of Five or five-ton truck, then drove, took, hitched a ride with them back to Abad, and then once he got to Abad, then he found a helicopter that was passing by, and then jumped on a helicopter and got flown back to Jalalabad.
5: Oh my God! Great story, man. That's
3: nuts. Well, yeah. We're, I am very grateful for you and everything you do. Oh man, thanks for coming and telling that, dude. Yeah. That's
2: a oh, part of so it. much. More. Oh I no, I just So <laughs> I think so what we more. should do
3: is um in the future like bring on some of your other guys and the sure. two of y'all like we can interview y'all together and Seeing y'all interact and like bringing out some of those other stories, like the it um,
2: happened the other day. we was laughing so hard, man, I can't.
3: Yeah, but even like the you know the the thunderstorm. There's so much more to oh. that, and there's so much more that to other storm, things.
1: I'll get Kent, uh, Captain America on. Yeah, Kent, Kent, get yeah. Captain if he can. I'm yeah, Kent. yeah. Kent would come.
4: Or of course, or, he's like a battalion commander. No, still in. At Fort still,
1: this dude's still running. Oh, man. He's he's yeah. still in. of course.
3: Of course, he is. He, yeah, he's a colonel now, which is
4: weird. Because being military or whatever, I mean, that's Kent. That's not yeah. cr- that's not Battalion Commander Colonel Solheim. That is, that's just Kent. He's something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <And> <laughs> or have, Brigade. Like no, bring no, Mario no, Brigade on. Commander. Oh, yeah. yeah, the Ranger. <laughs> Mario uh, or whoever.
3: Just, I think oh, it would yeah. be yeah, neat yeah. to come on again and have a round two with you. For with sure. one of your other guys. You
4: I am, I'm easy like Sunday morning.
3: Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much for, for coming me, on. Man. Yeah,
4: Yeah, appreciate it. I appreciate don't really know what to say when you say that. I didn't really have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> <It was laughs> my like, job. I mean, after after knowing you for a while, it's like there's been some questions at times. I get. I'm well, oh, happy I about understand it. that. I'm that's pretty why, glad that. I'm pretty that's glad. That's why happened. I say you, thank you. you kinda... now. I didn't back then. I'm like, bro, you know, it's a cool story you're coming to give me. Yeah. But now that we're older, I'm like, thanks, man. Yeah. for sure. That's good shit. For sure, no worries. Like I said, it's it's been it's been fun. We've been friends, man. You're one yeah. of my best friends. Uh, you are, and it's kind of ended up that way. There is, like, this weird – I don't want to – it's not ownership. Like, you can't own somebody. But there's this responsibility for him somehow I still feel at times and, like, looking out for him and whatever. But not like I can do anything about it right now. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's –
3: It's neat to see, like, the evolution of it and where y'all are at now. And, I mean, even me, I met you, like, five years after it happened. Yeah. Um, And – Just to see the relationship grow just from that time, it's been really
2: cool. Most of the guys are still in for a while we couldn't talk about it couldn't yeah. say anything like and the that's movie, how, we made the movie and the ending is because man they're still in it's not my so story great. it's theirs.
4: Peter Burry asked me about that whenever we did the, he's like what would you think of? I was like that's a great movie but your ending sucks yeah. I was like it's way better than that like, yeah. there's a whole he's Real like yeah yeah he's great. like because like, he heard some of it when we sit and talk he's like that'd be a whole another movie it and you know, he's like I gotta that's wrap it, it up I gotta wrap it up in a bow and let people leave the theater being happy and, it, well, you and have I'm to like take... okay let's do one you have to take
3: that whole all that happened into. To fit it into two hours, you know, in a screen on a movie, it's it's impossible without eliminating some of the things that happen. So, yeah, um,
4: I mean, it, it's 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 Hollywood. I get it. Yeah, and then he, I understand that there's a lot of people that don't. Whenever they yeah. watch a the movie, like, yeah, that's not exactly how it happened. Be like, all right, that's not right. You went to pay to go watch a good movie, and right. like, just go enjoy a good movie.
3: Right.
5: Now,
4: it's based off actual events. Didn't say it's a documentary.
3: Yeah, and, and it really honored the guys who died. It did. So that Very was well. the whole mission of the movie, and I really feel like everyone, you know, everyone. I just the good parts of men. Well.
2: Every us getting into that situation is one thing; them getting us out of it is another thing altogether.
3: Yeah, that's a whole
2: different. That's <laughs> no. it's it equally as
4: crazy, and the guys had to go through the dude. The, it the, it was, stuff, just, just to
2: pull me back out of there.
4: Like we had millions of dollars of shit strewn halfway across the country oh, yeah. because we just kept leaving stuff at oh. different places because we were like, nope, don't need that anymore. Nope, don't need that anymore. Nope, don't need that anymore. Just trying to get to where we needed to go, but at the end of it, and by the end of it, we're stripped down to like next to nothing because yeah. it was it was obnoxious.
3: Okay, so you agree to a part 2. Sure. Okay, cuz we For have sure. to keep it under 2 hours. Sorry, Boom. we have to keep it under 2 hours. How can so. people support you, follow we're you, pending. find you
1: all that fun stuff? So
4: uh, I'm on Instagram under my company name, Defiant LLC. So it's Defiant underscore LLC. Um, I do, out of that one, I've done some, some weapon sales, gun sales, and most of it's training, did a bunch of DO uh, training for the Department of Energy. And I do some OP4 stuff for our old guys. Right yeah, now I work, working. right now I work for a company called ODL, uh, services. They have a Air Force contract doing... Training for one of the Air Force Special Operations units, so I'm on that contract. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm on that contract as one of the role play ma- or managers of that contract for them. But
5: Real but good, yeah, man. so
4: I still keep my foot in the door a little bit. I mean, you can never like I'm getting I'm getting old now though. I'm kind of I need some passive income. I just need <laughs> I need mail money is what I'm looking for. Yeah, I want to get yeah. some Airbnbs, maybe a boat RV storage place that just makes money while I'm sleeping.
3: Well, we're we're going to have you back on and talk more in detail, but that's a wrap for part one.
4: Sounds like a plan.